Well, hello, loyal listeners. Uh, this is your host, Den Rock, um, of the Borderlands podcast, Enlightenment from the Fringe. Uh, it's been a while since the last episode, and I know that I made a commitment to try and crank these out more frequently, but uh, time being uh, at a premium right now, it's rough to uh, record as frequently, as frequently as I'd like. Uh, this one's a good one, though. It's uh, the Denning Boys again. Myself, Joe and Sam, uh, we got together at Joe's place after uh, having gone out for drinks and uh, cigars with our old man. And, um, you know, introduced um, a, a new um, a new part of the podcast that I want to incorporate into everyone. Um, and I hope you enjoy that discussion. And uh, I'm going to give a shout out to a couple businesses and, um, you know, a podcast or two and hopefully uh, can pull you guys in as listeners and maybe even um, get you on the cast one day. But uh, next episode of The Borderlands, hope you all enjoy. Thanks for listening. Borderlands podcast here. Are we live? Can anybody hear me? Yeah, Joe Rock here. I can hear you. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Sam, I can hear you. <laughs> this is Den Rock, your host. We already heard, already heard from Joe Rock. Is that <laughs> Sam Rock over there? Yeah, S Rock, baby. Yeah, S Rock. Oh, yeah. Okay, S Rock. Yeah. So uh, Denning Boys podcast here going on tonight. Um, so glad to have both of you in the studio. We're actually in a remote studio. We're at uh, the j rock or joe rock <laughs> residence here out in the garage uh we're actually s diddy s diddy <laughs> so we just came back from um a really great evening out at a local venue oh, dude, called great. Um, what yeah. is it technically it's called the la fontaine's rooftop bar yeah la fontaine's rooftop bar i had not been there before i think joe has been there a number of times sam's probably been there a time or two uh, that, that was my um, first time oh really yeah okay. pitch please you know dad and mark have taken you there like numerous <laughs> times i haven't been there so uh la fontaine's you know i guess to send out a little pitch uh for them they're a uh local uh cigar and uh, wine shop loosely wine yeah they, primarily they've, they've opened primarily up a cigar and tobacco uh and they're attached to um Gosh, what's the name of the jewelry store down there? Wellman O'Shea. Wellman O'Shea, that's right. Uh, they're located on uh, 10th Street. In the between, 400 block. Between 4th Avenue and 5th Avenue in Huntington. This is free plug for them. I don't expect any kind of compensation for this. I think, you know, we've done business with them <clears throat> for uh, as a family for decades. And I know they've been a part of the community for decades. Um, but no, this, uh, how long has it been since this bar and restaurant has been open yeah, I want to say it was the uh, very beginning of August, into July, maybe. So it's not even been a year. No, it hasn't even been a year yet, and uh, they're actually quite a hit. Gosh, I feel like it's been over a year. Well, no, they, they've been in the process for, like, I want to say uh, in the middle of COVID, so almost two years yeah. ago is when they got the permit to yeah. do the rooftop bar and grill, or bar. 
So having been there for the first time, uh, I can't say anything but good stuff about this place. Um, so there's an indoor per- portion, which has got, you know, a bar that seats, I don't know, 10 or 12 people. Um, and also inside there's probably table seating for another 14 yeah, I'd say or so port- people. 14, 18, maybe, um, you know, a very, um, uh, well, I'm, I'm going to say a short tap list, but it's a, it's a pertinent tap list. So there's, uh, things from the peddler, which is a, an absolute local brewery. We're not even talking about regional. It's a local brewery. I think they had a couple of, um, uh, uh, taps dedicated to, um, Oh, what's it called? The cigar, um, a cigar brewery. I can't remember. I think they're out of Florida somewhere. Yes, they are. I can't remember um, the name of it though. And then they had like your typical Miller light, Bud light, something like it, whatever. Uh, but no, so they, they have a rather extensive, uh, cocktail menu, uh, rather extensive. I would call it tapas, you know, small plate, um, appetizers, salads, charcuterie and, uh, and, stuff. And just side note on that, that, uh, come to find out because i went there a couple months ago with a buddy of mine uh and that isn't open all the time it closes uh i think it's like open from four to all the food the the kitchen shuts down yeah the kitchen shuts down probably 11 o'clock or so that's the usual some of these uh bar bar restaurants but then you go outdoors in this place Uh, so what i just mentioned previously is all indoors um of course outdoors they still have the same drink menu and food menu, but outdoors there's seating for, I don't know, 50 people. Yeah. I'd say 40 to 50 with, uh, you know, seasonal, seasonal appropriate, uh, heating. I was, you know, I there, was there's fire the pits. There's, there's, uh, there. there's those tower things. Well, I don't even like, think they, they put turned on heat. those tower things. No, while we were there. At least. And then there's like little, uh, outcroppings of the roof where they had some heat inside yeah. there too. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you could sit out in the open air and feel comfortable tonight. You know, tonight was probably, I would guess in the, in the mid fifties. Yeah. I'd say mid to uh, low fifties and pretty breezy. Uh, but yeah, we could go out there and feel comfortable just in, in a long sleeve shirt. Uh, in fact, I mean, I think I saw some of the patrons wearing, uh, short sleeve t-shirts. Um, of course the old man was like uh quintuple layered with a couple flannel shirts and a couple of sweaters and then his overcoat, but that's just how he is. He's always freezing. Yeah. Um, but no, so I, uh, great, great venue. Um, excellent service. And I think like a, a very nice bar menu, um, uh, tap list cocktail list. I mean, Oh hell, I, I noticed they had a, a, a very long wine list. I think uh, none of us even tried any of the wine. Did we? No, I mean, we, did we were, we were all <laughs> no, in the we cocktail. All Sam, fashioned. Sam tried to order uh old fashioned by the pitcher. <laughs> well, um, he would, he would, he's been off the bandwagon for two months though. But you know the the wait staff said we don't have any idea how to price a pitcher of old fashioned, yeah, uh, well. so we had to pay you know by the by the low ball glass. Yeah, <laughs> but no, so, uh, hey, there is them, a though. there's a bird being flipped here. Yeah, uh, so microphones uh, <laughs> towards Joe. So great big thumbs up, uh, high five, kudos to the La Fontaine's rooftop cigar 
bar. Is that what it's called? I think it's the rooftop cigar bar. Let me add a little bit to this because this was my first time as well. Okay. You've just laid everything out, but from my experiences, I'm shocked that Huntington has something like, I mean, this is a very unique atmosphere for Huntington. Well, it's unique to this community. Yeah. For sure. And I hadn't been up there and. Due to contrary belief. Yeah. Um, Although David thinks I had, I hadn't been up there. We tried to go. It was locked a couple weeks ago, right, Joe? Mm-hmm. And but the atmosphere was extremely chill. Oh yeah. Um, they had plenty of heat. It was a little bit chilly tonight because it was pretty windy. If the wind wasn't the way it was, it, it is March. It, um, well, but, we're in that false spring or whatever they call it yeah, for the honey for spring. Yeah. <laughs> for spring. Yeah. Joe quit sabotaging my shameless plug for his uh, <laughs> uh, rooftop bar here. But it it was. I enjoyed every minute of it. And from, I don't know how you guys feel. We don't get to spend this kind of quality time with our father together, especially the three. I don't, I don't know if in our lifetimes, the three of us solely have ever just been us and our father together. No. And let's be completely and totally honest. Like it would have been phenomenal if Andy and Ben could have been there because like, when was last time, like legit the five, well, I guess the six of us yeah, could all get together. Well, so very, it's very, very difficult rarely. now that Ben is down in Charlotte, but well, let's face it though. We're all grown ups. We all have, we're all highly productive members of society. Allegedly. And, and I'm very proud to say that about all of my siblings, but no, like we all, we're all gainfully employed. Uh, we all have families uh, of our own and it is very hard to connect at times. And, uh, you know, I think the stars just aligned tonight. Um, uh, Dad's wife Sharon was out of is out of town. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, my wife and kids went to see um, uh, my in laws or you know her parents, and um, Joe and Sam just uh, I guess were were fortunate enough to have some time away from their families, and obviously none of us are were working this evening. So yeah, things lined up perfectly, and you know we just don't get the opportunity to do this enough. No, we do not. I will totally yeah. second that. Yeah, it doesn't. It was mind blowing that this actually that as yeah. many of us came. I have said the reason I've not been there is because I've said no about twenty times. Well, no, dude. Let's be let's be real. It's yeah. hard. Yeah, yeah it, it's it, hard it to is. get a lot of us together. Well, as David said, we're all we're all working. We all have families. Like it, it is hard to get away and to do things, especially you know, life happens. I mean, you know, yeah. Sam's got. Owen uh, playing basketball and soon to be baseball. I've got Jackson playing basketball and baseball. Logan playing baseball, and they just literally last week they got done with soccer. Yeah, mm-hmm. and for God's sake, I've got these two psycho twins. Oh, they are <laughs> no, angels. No, I, I can't call them psycho, but my gosh, they are crazy. Um, Listen, those two love my dogs, the, both of them. I will <laughs> gladly give you Jake. No, here's the, the thing. Like, I think any one of our kids was just as crazy. Like, so, oh, I, I mean, I have older kids. Listeners may not know that. And I think, but they weren't twins. But right. I think I any think any of our any of our single kids were probably just as crazy. But I have these two crazies right now. And, and I don't think it's like double the craziness. It's, it's more like quadruple or quintuple the craziness because all they do nowadays is fight with each other and beat the the living crap out of each other not those two they won't listen to a word we say 
and then like and so that's the double trouble but then like if, if one of them gets hurt or if we have to like forcibly intervene then it's quadruple trouble like all the all of shit is broke loose and uh it's it's hard they they don't want to sleep right now <laughs> which i don't know dude i most i think most three-year-olds sleep very reliably like probably 10 hours a night i know the denning boys slip like rock stars oh my god these girls are crazy they will not sleep i don't know how they have the energy throughout the day are they in the same room still yeah uh, we're all in the same room right <laughs> oh, now. I was yeah, yeah. Say uh, so yeah, but- we're we're working on uh, uh, painting and reconstructing two separate bedrooms. Well, I, I knew you were working and on the, that. The goal is, so I'm not working this week coming up. The goal is to get their asses both in separate bedrooms from us. Uh, they're going to be um, Frozen themed, Anna and Elsa themed. Oh, just let it uh, go. Oh, yeah. No, that's going to be awesome, that, dude. I've already painted one of them. That um, reminds me, like, we go down to this house down in Florida that I'm, I'm paying <laughs> for this house. And who's sleeping on the couch? You, yeah, yeah. There's two other rooms with beds, and then I'm on the couch. Well, I mean, not to be a dick, but uh, when it's time for me to go to bed, I'm going to kick you guys out of my bedroom in here. Oh, this is your yeah, bedroom see, we're recording oh, in. Hey, listen, eh? I, oh, okay. I, I smoked a cigar it, tonight. I'm going double, to snore like a rock star, it, so I'm sleeping right there on that recliner. Well, it, it doubles. Yeah. I mean, triples as a bedroom. A south side rest stop. (laughs) Oh, so what is this open all the time to go take a whiz in if we need to? Uh, And a utility closet. I am not going to confirm nor deny that if (laughs) I'm out of town, this place is always unlocked. You liked that, didn't you? Geez, I was just pulled over to the side of the road and had the door cover my wiener. Well, that's because because you're not scared like Sam. Yeah. Yeah, mine might. Oh my gosh. So we, uh, we had this going on tonight. Um, and we had talked even before we went out to the cigar bar, we talked about doing a podcast together. It's been too long since I've did my last podcast. I, you know, I, I, I made this new year's resolution that I was going to podcast on the regular. I was going to try to have more diverse guests, but like, my gosh, I, I can't find the time. You can't get more diverse than the Dennings. We well, can no, be different. I, like, like chameleons. Sam, you're on this I'm show talking like about every other uh, fucking week. I'm talking about not have the same guest over and over again. And it's not that I don't enjoy conversing with you guys. Um, Sam's pulled off his headset. Do I need to mute your ass or what? He, he's hey, listen. I, I convinced him to not steal your beer. Oh my god! He's, he's tripping over all the cabling you? here. God, Jesus! What is? God damn! If we go black for a second, it's because Sam does he has unplugged everything. Yours when, uh, when he does a podcast recording, he's a jackass. Ninety nine point nine percent of the time. What the hell? <laughs> Noah Kitty, well, we you literally, uh, you literally unplugged you everything. Listen, you almost hey, fucked everything up. This is great. You jackass. Oh my god. Can, can I hear myself here? Am I on? Okay. Oh, so you're everything's here. still plugged in. Wow. That's yeah, no, amazing. <laughs> I am sitting here running cover for you about feeling bad about interviewing the same people me over and over again. and joe actively says it on here i'm like helping cover your ass i get up to go get a drink and all i hear in the background is 
yeah, he's a fucking idiot and a jackass and all this stuff. No, if we, if we had done video true. on this, which well, is they, one of my... They are, but maybe not for these reasons. If we had done video on this, which is which was one of my New Year's resolutions, well, you stole that people one, would have seen that you tripped over every fucking cable. You're in here. remote, though. I mean, you, can't, you can't always record when you're remote, though. This is I awesome. Know. <laughs> uh, no, so I, where were we? Um... Yeah, so I we, was try, I never got to finish the fact that I like that damn bar. We're bashing Sam. Okay, Let's well, be honest. that's all we are doing. Just bashing yeah. Sam. We can continue no, no, talking no, 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 about no, no. the bar if you'd like. No, no. <laughs> Whatever you want, honey. Come on, princess. Just let it fucking go. No, okay. Sam the was the was guy great. who tried to order a pitcher of old fashioned. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I oh, did like the gosh. bar, but I was joke. It doesn't okay. matter. Uh, it, it was fun that we all got together and then we were moving past that and I don't know what the hell we were talking about. I just said I needed to get... Oh, you were saying you were trying to diversify the podcast. I was trying to run cover yeah, I, for you and Joe goes there go, he's been interviewing your ass every <laughs> freaking week and I'm sitting here like, I'm looking at Joe, for those of you listening in the background going, shut up. Okay, well, so let's let's transition here. Um, I have not had Joe on the podcast for quite some while. Yeah, it's been a while. It, let's, um, before we segue further into that, actually, to be honest with you, about a week ago, I was listening to the podcast where you had me, Sam, and Hanro on. Oh, that God. Was, that was I awesome. Mean, that, that was about a year ago, and, uh, and I was listening to it about, like I said, about two months so ago. So were you re-listening to it or no, just listening the first I was, time? I was re-listening. Okay, yeah, yeah. Trying, trying to set myself up for... Tonight, okay. I didn't yeah. know when this would be coming. So about. Joe was forward thinking. However, Amen. For I once, wanted, I wanted. I wanted to bring something up. Okay, let's hear it. Joe remembers everything. I only, go to bed only, tonight. I can't remember one word that we said. Today. <laughs> <laughs> I only remember everything because I re-listened to the podcast. Oh yeah, I must have talked about the police about thirty times. No, this this, this even this isn't even about the L-E-O. police. No, okay. oh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Have you gotten rid of those feral cats down in your basement yet? Oh, dude, <laughs> this oh, dude. It's a sad story. Oh, that sucks. I think I that was offered David a police to dog shoot. to kill him. I was offering a police dog to kill him. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that old dude's dead. We have, have you not found se- him yet. N- no, but we haven't seen him for months. Have you smelled him yet? No, he's but not in he the basement. Out, dead. He ran out the garage door. No, he was no. So we saw oh. him outside. He got he got out of the garage. Okay, so you at least got him out. Yeah, and we saw him for days afterwards and he was looking sicker and sicker every day and uh he stopped eating the food we put out and then we never saw him again that poison i put out worked dude well, don't fuck I mean, off don't well, joke I, about it I'm because joking. i liked the cat don't joke about because this feral cat was actually pretty cool he caught i <laughs> you laugh he brought us a dead animal outside I'm not kidding you every freaking day. And it ranged from moles, uh, opossums, or, or voles, uh, from out in the, out in the lawn, birds. Uh, and then what I thought was surprise, like, and he would bring squirrels and chipmunks. Did he bring you Bubby? 
No, no, no. But uh, no, hear me out. No, but so and I wasn't. Did he you bring know, you a frog? You're, um, you're not really question. surprised. No, never brought an amphibian. No. They're all mammals. But listen, like, so you wouldn't be so surprised about them catching <laughs> mice and rats and and chipmunks and and moles and voles and stuff. I don't know why not, you guys are cracking not, yourself up. Bubby the raccoon. No, Bubby, no. Never brought in a raccoon. But no, his he brought in rabbits. And he no would, shit. No, and you could watch him outside the back door on the deck rip those things apart, eat all the flesh off of them, crack their skulls open, eat their brains, and he literally just leave nothing but fur and bones out there from a rabbit, which is like... You know, about that, that the is, same size as him. Yeah, I was going to say I, that's impressive. I uh, I want to, but no, he's gone. I can think. I, can um, I make a I'm, statement? I'm sorry that, to hear that, but like yeah, I said, I was re-listening yeah. to that, and I remember you said that you had let, a feral cat or two in the. Let basement. me make a statement. Yeah, no, just be, the one. Uh, let me be uh, make a like a real clear statement. I I did like the cat. I was making a joke earlier that wasn't. <laughs> I you know I feel bad. Well, it turns out I'm a cat guy. Like I never thought I would no, be, but like I love cat cats. Guy. You had Oscar. Remember? Well, no, I mean, as a kid, I never thought I was a cat oh, guy, yeah. but like as a so, somewhat cats grown up, very, I actually like cats. Cats are very interesting and they have a, a big personality. You train them to shit inside in a box. Well, they're, that's true. You they're know, very both clean. Of my, both of my let dogs shit you, outside. Let me tell you guys what my wife uh, used to say, and <laughs> now she doesn't say it anymore, but she still does it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we, we save a lot of our scrap food and yink would throw it outside and say she was feeding the cats, which we didn't at the time. Or the raccoons or the possums. Yeah, I mean, I do the same well, stuff at my place. Let, let, let me tell you what this turned out to be. Bubby. We, we didn't have cats to feed, but because we began to feed the cats, we ended up having the cats. But they weren't cats. It's a pack of wild dogs, okay, that... Uh, actually kind of tried to bite at our oldest son. Oh, God. So you guys have probably trapped him and cooked him uh, for your General So's chicken or whatever, uh, right? <laughs> uh, I hope that you are actively learning how to use your editing software <laughs> so that you can remove this statement for my fucking children growing up to not have to hear you say such a trope about foreigners. Isn't that what they... Harvest? No, it's for food? it's obviously cats. Oh, God. it's chicken, chicken. Oh my man, I'm just kidding. Chicken. I, oh gosh. Uh, but anyway, so she, is this how you got Bubby? No. The raccoon yes, family. Yes, how we got. Her, no, we have. Uh, that's how I have all these YouTube videos that apparently Samuel people Bidding, like to watch. YouTube.com. Okay? Please subscribe. Yeah, please subscribe to Sam Denning. That's D E N N I N G. He gets a quarter of a penny for every subscription. Yeah, if you subscribe, <laughs> I, no, I would. If you're listening to this and you subscribe to my channel, please make Fuck a comment off, on unsubscribe. on the podcast for David. Oh, to let no. him know. we can uh, we can pitch stuff no, on but, here. Doesn't matter. I'm this not. Is... I'm not kidding you. I, one of my <laughs> best friends who has made his life trying to sell himself on on uh, TV, and, and he's done a great my job. Space. <laughs> Yeah. Sell himself. <laughs> Revenge porn. My uh, space. My space. No, he's like, I don't mean like. Are you talking about gay plumbing? <laughs> he's branded himself for TV. But like, I've got people wanting to watch these raccoon videos. I'm sorry, only fans, not as my space, only fans. 
What the hell am I even talking about? We don't fucking know. We don't have the first clue, dude. I'm trying to tell you that she is feeding feeding a wild (laughs) array of animals. I mean... Yeah, you know, I think I've had like COVID because I don't smell it. I, I think my smell's gone. All right, we're feeding raccoons <laughs> and possums and stuff, and I'm I've been making videos out of it, and I've got about sixty thousand views on YouTube. Sam Denning YouTube YouTube channel sixty thousand. Are you for real? Yes, I'm he's made show three dollars off I, of that one video. No, I'm not kidding you. No, that, listen, I have the was, computer have right friend. here. Hang on, I have a friend. I have a friend who has a friend who has a friend who has an uncle who right. has an aunt who has a daughter who For has a stepsister. Sake. So I'm going to YouTube right now. Oh, it's, yeah, a, it's a little bit slow to load. Fact check it. Fact check when it. You go to so YouTube, what do I search for? Sam Denning. <laughs> Let's circle back around. Okay, guys. Okay, so I'm fact checking this. So here, Oh, here's Sam Denning with a... Uh, really awful photo of himself on here, Joe. Please don't. Please, that, I, I, we, I, I think it melted. We can't from, bring down sure. the class of this uh, uh, cast anymore. Don't so, worry, we're not. I tried. Sam Denning, one hundred thirty-three subscribers. Oh, uh, I have a new one. <laughs> so, Sam so what? How do I look at your statistics? Uh, I think you go to about. Okay, about. What video was this there, you jag off? Status. Joined 22 March 2020. 39,000 views. So that's about 20,000 fewer views than you just claimed. So you joined in the middle of the pandemic. Well, it doesn't show you guys the last month. Yeah, 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 sure. So, I mean, I'm going to tell you what. that. I mean, to me, that's an impressive number. Like, if I had a YouTube channel... And I might. Uh, do you have? Do you get a channel just from being uh, having an account? I think so. But I actually, but I don't think I've ever uploaded a video. Like, if you watch but, um, the video yourself thirty thousand times, will it count it? No, I think no. I believe that they have some way to tell uh, unique views. Yeah, like um, I will be honest with you, and this this is an so honest if you point. Have five different cell phones. You can watch it five different. No, times. you yeah. you could somehow bump up the views. I'm sure, but I don't think that Sam. Well, no, this is my coming whole... from where he is is going to bump it up more than a hundred views. So, <laughs> yeah. he's, got, so he's got roughly forty thousand views, and I think oh no, that's a and, great number, dude. It, that's it, awesome. And it hasn't started until August. Okay, like yeah, I had okay. no, I had no discernible views until about August when we went down to Disney World. While we were there, suddenly. I started getting thousands, literally thousands of views of these uh, raccoon videos. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, oh, maybe people want to see this or whatever. Bubby. Well, then, but my point is, is that once you get people, and this is what's in- interesting about this, it's algorithmic, but once you get people to start watching it, like it, they wa- watch something on there that may be stupid, then they'll look at other things on the channel. Right, mm-hmm. so you oh, okay. already have the eyes on there, so then you can start to find out what other content they s- click on. Right, yeah. So okay. it, then you can get more people. And my whole point that I was trying to make earlier about I have a friend who spent the majority of his adult life trying to PR himself. It, 
can't even get that many views because of the the model of what it is. It's it's weird. So like now I'm starting to melt those metals, and when I make those videos, you guys might think it's funny, but it takes about. I don't think it's funny. I think it's absolutely stupid. <laughs> well. Speaking of, can you take the 18 bags of aluminum cans I have and melt them down into aluminum? <laughs> oh, dear God. To, do you want to save those for a dystopian future or sell them? I, I would like to just be able to shave off aluminum and buy shit with it. Uh, oh, God. Oh, we've we've totally gone off the rails here. Uh, and I'm trying to... Uh, <laughs> No, I just want to say you two keep going. I'm working on something here. Uh, um, listen, you cannot get me to do fuck all serious, David. I mean, no, this would be a good a good thing because what was the um, so Sam? Re- real quick question. Let's segue into something here, real quick. Okay, sure. Yeah. So I mean, it, listen, we were talking to David earlier, aka Den Rock. Den Rock. I'm glad you realized Den my Rock's stage J-Rock name and S Diddy. Yeah. So S Diddy, what have you been watching lately? Okay, well, may I introduce you this? You may introduce this segment, I'm sir. Still, I'm just trying to, I, I'm still I'm trying working to help on this you. thing with my phone here. Uh, sorry. Yeah, fuck no, 5G. So, uh, <laughs> no, I, I'm just I'm trying to bring up a music playlist we can play in our earphones and like maybe try to settle our mood down. Uh, but no, I was I, trying I, to settle it down for us. 5G does suck. I'm on Wi-Fi here, bitch. Okay. Yeah, go fuck um, yourself. Dinning one. No, so... Um, yeah, I uh, I do want to do a new segment in all of my podcasts going forward uh, called "What Are You <clears throat> Watching? What Are You Reading? What Are You Listening To?" Okay, yeah. so here we're talking about uh, stuff on TV, Netflix, you know, streaming service, whatever, books and podcasts, basically. Uh, so uh, yeah, so you got. I'll open up with one of you guys. Um, Whatever you want to start with while I fuck with this phone. I've uh, I've actually started watching. Actually, we just finished it about two weeks ago. Uh, seasons one, two, and three of Yellowstone. <laughs> Damn, that was, that was what I've been watching. And, 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 and it, like, honestly, here's here's the thing that pisses me off is uh, I've been don't, trying. Don't ruin the last part no, of season I, three because I haven't. But okay. I've been I've been trying forever, forever, like for a month since we finished season three how to stream season four and hold on before you say anything like i almost spent a buttload of fucking money like joining some other stupid fucking streaming service because it's not like i don't have enough Uh, amen to get season four and lo and behold last week while we were out of town becky said that peacock is going to start streaming season four on the 24 (laughs) well i was gonna say that's the show that i'm I, that's a good show. It is also, um, I, and I can't. Becky googled it, and if I were smart, I would be able to remember it. But I'm not very smart. Uh, we've been watching the dropout on Hulu. Oh, um, so and I can't remember who's it about. David might know, but she like no. So I can't remember the woman's name, but she was the the woman who uh, started the company Theranos. Yes, and it's it's actually pretty good. We're uh, oh, that's been in these trials. Yeah, for a Hulu, fraud. Yeah. Hulu is, Gosh, I can't remember her name. It's it's like it's Elizabeth like a regular. Something. It's Elizabeth something, but Hulu's starting to do uh, kind of like Netflix is, but they're dropping an episode each week. 
So we, we started watching episode four last night, or no, I'm sorry, night before last, and then I got called out to work, so we didn't finish it. But it's actually a very interesting TV show as well, and it's it's yeah. based on real events. I yeah, mean, so real life. So her is, name yeah. was Elizabeth Holmes. Yes. And she, uh, no, so I listened to um, the podcast that this was all based on, and I think it. She had the way to test somebody's blood and yes. find out if yes. they. Uh, I can't it. remember if it was the same name, the dropout, or not. But it, but it's the same. It's it's based on a podcast. So this Elizabeth Holmes said that she could test a drop of someone's blood and tell everything about them. Yes, they could get a full blood chemistry, a full blood count. They could do your DNA, uh, all this stuff, and like, and she sold this to all these investors and. Like she had billions and billions of dollars of investors. They went public. They sold the company and they started to make these machines and they didn't work. And they, they falsified results. Mm -hmm. You know, they had people give samples and they just printed out random results. Do you know what the on very- people and, and, and the sad thing was is that some people were actually treated based on these results you know the very interesting thing is at least episode one of the uh of the season that we're on of season one at least i don't know how long they're going to take it or whatnot but the very interesting thing about it is is her dad worked for enron yeah i don't think uh that i i heard that episode one i don't know if her dad worked for enron but it opened up with the enron scandal and so so it makes you think that like she learned all this essentially because she was you know middle school high school at the time but she learned all of the shit that she did through the enron scandal really yeah and like i said we're, we're only on episode four well we're like a quarter of the way through episode man four, it is so, but, so but easy it's, it's actually they, that has been an eye-opening and even uh we watched uh um it was on Hulu as well. It was about the opioid pandemic. Dope sick. We also watched Dope you know, Sick. I, so here's the deal with... I haven't seen that. I um, I need to watch Dropout. That's fascinating. Dropout and Dope Sick, honestly. Like, for docuseries? We watched... Like, those Tim, are really interesting. Tim Keegan and I sat down while we were down in Naples this past week, and he, he wanted to watch a documentary. Everybody else was asleep, and we watched My Octopus Teacher on Netflix. I know it sounds stupid. It does. But he said that his family had told him it was really eye-opening, and it was on the top ten things to watch on Netflix. It's a new hmm. documentary. It's about this guy that lives in South Africa and has lived his entire life on the coast, like right up next to this uh, piece of... Uh, Waterway? Coral reef area or whatever. And he... Uh, <clears throat> By the time when he gets to be in his 40s or whatever, he decides to, to he's a film person. He makes documentaries and he decides to go underwater producer and see. Let me tell you about this story. It's it's fascinating. I so, was trying to help you with the big word you were thinking about. No, he wasn't the producer. <laughs> he was the actual film, the camera guy. Oh, filmographer. Um, So he gets down there and the first day he goes underwater into this kelp forest, he finds an octopus and it's scared of him. And it's like a baby. And so he decides he'll go down there every day and keep filming it and see if it ever gets used to him being there. Speaking of that, do you know what's amazing about octopi? What's that? They are very smart. 
Yes. They remember things. So I, I can yeah. see how the well, progression this, of this, this documentary is yeah. very interesting. He literally goes there for a year, every day for a year. This guy can hold his breath for about six minutes underwater. And he, so he doesn't scuba dive. This is all snorkeling. And then he goes down with his camera and he watches the octopus get, get attacked by sharks. I mean, he, the octopus eventually gets so used to him. It's not scared of him anymore. And it will get on him and like play with him. They say they're like the elephants of the sea. Yes. And, and they can change their color. Yeah, It's amazing. Honestly, it, it is amazing. And they have no cartilage bones, nothing. They're yeah. just, and so, but their lifespan's only about a year. No shit. Yeah, I didn't that, know they only lived so that long. With at the end of this thing, and it, it, as you watch the the show, as you watch the documentary, it's crazy because nobody he was learning things that people that had written about them did not know because he he was seeing them every day, like he was with this octopus daily for the whole entire life. So he was learning more than what you could read about in papers. Yeah, and so. He watched it and ended up dying. Like, and they die because another octopus finds them and they mate and they make eggs. And that process kills all of them. And so that's another thing I found fascinating about octopuses: they never have a family. Really? They are so they so like mate and then they die. Yeah, it is all instinct. No all shit. Of it, they, and they're alone their whole lives. Really? Yeah. I honestly like that. That is amazing. I thought it was Dude, stupid it, to begin crazy, with, but that's amazing. It's a crazy. It's a crazy ass. Okay, can you guys hear this from the phone now? I heard that, yes. Probably some of it came through on the cast. I couldn't remember how to do it exactly. But Uh, no, that same message, actually, I'm really glad you told me about that. I'm going to look at that, honestly. I mean, it's a, I would have never watched it, but it's cool to see stuff. One of the things that fascinates me, not just because it's an octopus, but there's two realms I think we don't know shit about. And the sea is one of them. And space is the other. space is the other. Clearly. We don't know anything about what's going on in the ocean. Yeah. And we know a lot. And I think it's so irrelevant. And, you know, you get in there, there's so much to find. Yeah. In space. Speaking of also uh, other docu-series, and I, I mean, I watched this probably a year ago, year and a half ago, but uh, the Michael Jordan Oh yeah, series. Oh, that was a great one. It really and truly was. It shows you how intense of an athlete that man is. Yeah, and uh, and that's actually going to bring. So I know I've been relatively silent. Uh, I've been fucking around with. Uh, I'm trying to get some background music for us here to kind of chill us out. <laughs> and I know probably it came through on the cast. Uh, and hopefully, I don't have any like royalty. Uh, conflicts but whatever so uh, so that's a great segue to um i this this brought me to one of my things like what i'm watching uh i believe it's called winning time what is that i think it's called winning time god i'm gonna have to pull my uh, when i get on my computer so anyways this is a hbo max show okay i love me some hbo max uh let me look it up i um I think that's what it's called. Uh, this is a series about the uh, LA Lakers back in the eighties and nineties when okay. they were forming yeah. their dynasty, when they were coming out of, um, you know, the funk they had against 
the uh, Boston Celtics. Yeah. You know, they lost, what is it, like five or six NBA finals to the Celtics. Uh, and they, they, they finally, I think they finally won one with Jerry West as a player. Uh, but th- this, this goes, this, I think it's called winning time. My computer's not refreshing. I don't know if I dropped your internet or not, but anyways, um, I think it's called winning time and it's this HBO is kind of like a, a docudrama. So it's all true real life, right? But it's a drama because the, the, the actors talk to the audience, no you know, so, no, I'm serious. And, and you have to watch this to understand what I'm talking about. Like, so, I mean, it's, it's a normal show, uh, a normal drama, like the, 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 the actors interact with each other, but every now and then the actors will turn and look at the camera and talk, talk to the audience. The and I think that's a fascinating way, uh, to do a series. I, I oh, actually God, like my that. favorite, my favorite series still is house. Of, one of them is house of cards. And house yeah. Cards and when Frank, the tank, Frank, good. the tank would talk to the audience. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, this, uh, so, um, gosh, I wish it would bring up this on, I might have to look it up on my phone. Hold on. Listen, we're, we're, we're pulling it up right now, but I just want to talk about the actors that are in it. Um, cause the, the, the cast is phenomenal. What's it called again? I think it's called Winning Time. Yes, Winning Time. The subtitle is The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty. It's on HBO Max. So uh, let's look at the cast. So Quincy Quincy Isaiah, who I think is like an unheard of actor to this point, plays Magic Johnson. John C. Riley, who has traditionally been cast as like an irish person yeah like you might recognize him from the gangs of new york okay and it's only uh, two episodes uh no i think there's three well uh, no it's uh, no so, no, so, no so it comes on sunday i bet you the third one's tomorrow oh okay so it's like it's a new new one no it's a brand new series okay uh jason clark is the actor portraying jerry west so they they no they have shit. jerry west as a coach on this and this is one of the things i wanted to bring up uh a bit. so this is the show one of the shows i'm watching that i want to talk about tonight. dude that's awesome Winning time, the rise of the Lakers dynasty. Um, so, the, I mean, I think the first thing I want to talk about, and I just want to talk about this quickly, is the guy they cast this Isaiah Quincy, I think is his name, or Quincy Isaiah, is is a really good Magic Johnson. He has the smile and the charisma of Magic Johnson. Now, I don't know if you two are old enough to remember Magic Johnson. I, very actually, late, I remember him not actually playing basketball. You probably remembered him yes, from, his AIDS, HIV from his AIDS. HIV and AIDS diagnosis. Mm. But no, that guy was a force to be reckoned with in the NBA. He was going head-to-head with Larry Bird at the time. Yeah. Michael Jordan had not quite entered the league yet. Okay. Because I remember Michael Jordan entered the, the very tail end, very yeah, beginning so it, of the HIV. Yeah, so no, it was Bird Johnson was the, the face down uh, every year until he got his diagnosis and had to leave the, leave the league. And, uh, you know, um, and the Lakers had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar yeah. also. Uh, but no, so this guy they cast as uh, Magic Johnson is amazing. And I'm going to tell you what, like, I don't, I don't want to spoil anything and I don't think this will spoil anything for anybody, but the opening scene in episode one is this actor uh, uh, as magic Johnson walking 
out of a doctor's clinic. And I think they said the year is 1991. And so the presumption is he's been diagnosed. He, yeah. he just yeah. got diagnosed with HIV slash AIDS, but they don't say it. They just say he's walking out of a doctor's office and he gets to the front or something. And they say the press is out front. Why don't you go out the back? So he goes out the back exit and then you see him in the car with his agent Magic Johnson or the guy playing Magic Johnson sitting in the passenger seat, his agent in the driver's seat, his agent is bawling his eyes out. So he knows that that's the end of his career. No shit. That's the opening scene of that series. It's very somber, but then it goes on to be uplifting and funny and entertaining. From that point on, it's it's awesome. It I think it depicts what life is like in Los Angeles, like this. Uh, nobody cares about anything. You yeah. know, it, like anything goes. Drugs are good. Alcohol's good. Whatever makes Promise, you feel good. Yeah, exactly. Whatever makes you feel good. There's there's a. Uh, prostitution there's promiscuity there you know everyone's loose with their money blah 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 like but this john c Riley, who i said is uh i think he's best known for his i think he's kind of typecast as an as an irish person in a lot of films um i recognized him from the gangs in new york he, he played the, the- um uh not the guy elected as sheriff or whatever but one of the Irish uh, beaters guy with a club. I can't, God, I can't remember. But anyways, he's been in like, that was an awesome, movie. probably like 50 films. He's a great actor. Um, but uh, what it's, what it's shown in this so far is magic Johnson's uh, or, you know, you know, Michael Irvin or Irvin, Michael, not Michael Irvin, Irvin, Michael Johnson, uh, you know, should he leave uh, his place at, at uh, in, in college basketball and enter the draft early, or should he complete his career in college basketball, and should he go to the Lakers, or should he go elsewhere? That was the big dilemma. And, you know, the show's full of the, the racism at the time. You know, there uh, there's the arguments about how the NBA is too black, and you know we need we need people like Larry Bird, and we don't need these superstars like like uh, Magic Johnson. Like they actually talk about that in this show. You know what I mean? Like they they throw this racism issue out there, and on the side, this and this is what was fascinating to me. And I would love 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 to fact check this. So Jerry West was the coach at the time. You know, Jerry West is the, the great player from West Virginia. From where did he come from? Cabin Creek. Yeah, yeah. right around that. Yeah. Um, but it it talks about his past, uh, growing up with I presume an alcoholic father, and a and a, or I think a stepfather actually, and an abusive stepfather, and it it, it chronicles his career in the NBA, in his peaks and his valleys. And it chronicles his time as a coach in the NBA um, and his struggle with alcoholism and uh, depression and stuff. And, and I, yeah, I wonder if this is true because I've, I've never heard this about Jerry West. 
you know, I've always heard about all, all of his great accomplishments and how great a player he was. And, and that he was the NBA logo. Yeah, yeah. And he, he's the NBA logo. And they discussed that. And he says something like, you know, I'm the fucking NBA logo. What do I have to fucking show for it? Like, you should see this show. Like, he, he's very unhappy with his position in life, according to this show. And I really wonder how much of this is true and how much of this is embellished. Uh, and I, but I don't know, like, how would I even research that? You know, how, how can I look at the personal life of Jerry West? You know, I mean, all I know is that he was a great man, uh, a great basketball player, an upstanding citizen from West Virginia, and he's uplifted and praised by everyone around us. And, and I don't think based on this show, I'm going to change my opinion of him. That's good. Because but I even think... even if I even if this show is true, like everything, what if everything they say is true about him? It may change my opinion of him to think that he's an even greater man mm-hmm. than what we thought he was. Because he it's had very, when you because in... he came from they're they're painting the picture that he came from nothing. He came from shit in yeah. West Virginia, and he he rose to the top, but then he struggled. Like he couldn't win a championship at the Lakers. He got beat by the Celtics over and over and over again. And he he actually was awarded the MVP during one of the playoffs that they lost to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. And this this program shows his bitterness about that. He's he says, What good is this MVP award when, I when we anything. lost yeah. in the finals? We didn't win a championship. And and he's always hitting the alcohol. He's uh, chronically depressed. You know, he, he doesn't sleep in the same bed as his wife in the show. Like it, it paints a bad picture of him. But even if that's true, I would say, like it, he's probably a greater man for all that. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So yeah. So that so that's one of my contri- uh, contributions to what I'm watching right now. I also want to bring up this other show. You and you guys are going to laugh and think this is quirky as all get out, but it's also another uh, HBO Max show, and the title is "Our Flag Means Death." And this is it's a farcical show about pirates. You know, back during the parts of the Caribbean era, and it's this guy who's like, I think his. Uh, sexual preferences are maybe ambiguous. Mm. He was married, but he was in a very unsatisfying marriage. He had children, and he looks at men occasionally. No, I, well, I don't even know that. But he he's kind of effeminate in his dress, and he looks at his wife and says, "Like you know, why don't we live on a on a ship and leave this boring life?" And she just says, "Like oh oh oh, you think this is boring?" And she's basically like, fuck you, get out of here. So he goes and lives on, he builds this ship and hires a crew and he tries to be a, pi- a pirate, but he can't be because he's too nice. And eventually he calls himself the gentleman pirate. And through a series of luck and other unfortunate events, he kills some other prominent pirates and he gets in cahoots with Blackbeard. I have a question. The most, about, the a, most famous can I ask you a Oh, yeah, fire about, away. Um, how the fuck do you find these shows? They, I watch HBO they Max. Pop up, bitch. No, I watch HBO Max. <laughs> it's like waiting for a real question. No, I watch HBO Max, so they 
show up in advertisements, right? Yeah, I mean, seriously. No, so eventually this dude, this loser pirate, the quote gentleman pirate, uh, gets in cahoots with Blackbeard. Like the actual Blackbeard. And they go pirating uh, together. And so it's only like, I don't know, maybe four or five episodes into this season. But it is absolutely hilarious a a new season so a brand new series yeah brand new series i got one that our our flag means death is what it's called i got uh, a season that i was watching that i was really into and i think i told you about it you and i watch the expanse right yes this isn't the expanse but it's somewhat similar it's an apple tv one which i'm specifically only paying to watch this show. God damn, how much money do you have as a real estate Yeah, money? Sam. This I is... mean, for fuck's sake, I don't even have Apple TV. It's only $5. Oh, it's only $5 a month. Okay, so the show is Foundation. Did you watch it? It's by, it's an I'm Isaac, sorry, what? Isaac Asimov uh, book. I'm sorry, what? Based on it. What? foundation <laughs> you got to put a little bit under your eyes <laughs> no i have uh, i have not heard so of this you know nor the, have i watched it okay. but i know of isaac asimov okay so this is foundation it's one of the greatest apparently greatest sci-fi stories oh, yeah, clearly because i've heard about it but it is very fascinating so this empire in the hugely in, fascinating in, let me tell you about this damn story this empire <laughs> it has <laughs> it has three rulers, but it's the same person. They're all clones of each other, and and they're in different phases of their existence, of their life, of their human life. Uh, there's the youngest one is called uh, Dawn, what? Are you, and then are you there's yet? one that's in the middle of their life called Day, and Until then there's one towards the end of their life called Dusk, and they they just repeat and they rule the entire. You follow me? So they all have a recollection a little bit. So all the generations, mm-hmm. and they just keep recycling. And they rule for eight hours a day. And they look exactly the same in their clones, and they're supposed to share the memories of the past. And it, they are in the in this series, in the book, and in this, the people have finally rose up, and they're bucking this system it's a pretty cool show and one rolls from zero six hundred to fourteen hundred the other one from fourteen hundred i mean i'm giving you a very broad and the other one from yeah, 2200 so to zero six hundred i have to be honest with you apple tv has not come up on my radar as far as a a, a streaming platform that i am going to purchase I'm sorry. I, I it doesn't have the uh, attraction for me. Steve Jobs got Sam um, Sinker. No, it's only one shot. But here's the deal. I, I'm not, I don't watch anything else. I do want to mention this, and I have always wanted to toss this out there for people. Uh, and I don't know if this applies to either of you because of your age or where you fell into uh, the 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 console gaming uh, era, if you will. I mean, I'm sure you've been on Xbox and PlayStation. Right, right. Yeah. But did either of you ever play Halo? Oh, yes. So I did. I played the fuck out of it because that was the first game that ever came out on Xbox. Yeah. That was the yeah. first person shooter. And, yeah. yeah. It's almost as good so, as Doom. So, but here's what I'm going to put out here for you uh, Paramount Plus. Which it to me is an obs- uh, <laughs> which to me 
is an obscure streaming platform. Previously, the only reason I would have considered uh, paying for this is because of the the Yellowstone shit, right, whatever. Yeah. But I figured that I can I can buy that from Amazon on the cheap. Like I can buy the whole Yellowstone series for cheaper than what you pay for the month. Like I can get all of it for twenty dollars. You can. Yes. yes, like it's like buying the DVD series, life, honey. No, it's like buying the DVD series from Walmart, but you buy it online, right? You a twenty dollar one time fee, and you can watch all of it. Yeah, but anyhow, God, so I wouldn't have had to get all that other crap on the no, commercials. That is correct. And but you anyhow, dude, leisure. But anyhow, dude, I'm wondering how many people from my age group, my era, and your guys' era, apparently, are going to subscribe to Paramount Paramount Plus for halo have you heard of this no they're producing a sci-fi series called halo based on the game and to me that i will consider buying paramount plus just for that series just like back in the day i bought hbo because of freaking uh uh the sopranos no game of thrones fuck game of thrones i forgot the name of it already i bought hbo only because of game of thrones i had read the first book or two and they came out with the series and i was Wait, like those i heard books yeah and i i said i have to see these shows and so that was when i first bought hbo and it was only because it's one show and so i feel like i'm probably going to be pushing and buying uh the paramount plus for quite some time for just halo. to watch this halo I, series i use paramount plus free for a month to watch something i can't remember what it was what are, what other things might be on that i don't really yeah, know I couldn't uh it. it's uh, to me it's a bullshit oh, streaming platform Stephen king i looked at it uh, i looked at it and the only reason why i thought about paramount plus is because for like an extra nine dollars a month or some stupid shit I could get uh, Showtime, which got the brand new season of Dexter. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, I have Dexter built into my direct TV streaming. No shit. Even yeah. the, even Dexter New Blood or whatever the new one's yeah. doing. No yeah. shit. Yeah. And that was a good series. Um, so, well, anyway, let's... Uh, let's Let's turn the table. Yeah, here. let's roll on to uh, what are and, and to steal this from David because this is this is David's, go for it, uh, dude. I don't David's care. Segment, Sam. <laughs> what are you reading lately? Yeah, what are we reading? Let's let's dive into this because we're all fucking intellectuals here, right? We're yeah, we're, we're reading two out of the three of us. We're are. just devouring books. I look at a lot <laughs> of pictures. I don't have time to read anymore. I, I actually. Um, I've been reading the I didn't the Bible. To, no, I didn't didn't want to go down this path, but I'm reading Glenn Beck's The Great Reset. Okay, okay. Oh, I've uh, oh. I've been very slowly reading. Uh, it's uh, the back of Beyond. I got it for Christmas actually, and I read the shit out of it while I was on Christmas break, and I haven't really read since. But uh, I don't know how many people watch Big Sky on CBS. Yeah. But this is uh, the prelude to Big Sky. It's about uh, Cody Hoyt. Okay, uh, Cody. Before, yeah. Yes, before he gets killed, and then yeah, Big Sky is after he gets killed. So I'm sorry. It, well, I, and I, so I know you're talking about what we're reading, but this clearly ties into what we're watching. Yeah, well, because I've also watched Big Sky. I didn't want to necessarily talk about it. As I much was as some so of the others, turned but. off to Big Sky after that guy was killed in the first fucking episode, or second episode. What? 
Yeah, it, it, it happened Cody, early. Cody right? was killed the first episode. Yeah, yes. I, now I do like the chick in that because she's the girl from uh, the old Vikings show. Yes. Oh my god, she's oh she's gorgeous, gorgeous. Yes. I can't remember oh, her the name. Vikings on History Channel. She, yeah, she yeah. is. She's also uh, just throwing this out there. And uh, God, what's the uh, the U.S. Marshals TV show? Justified. She's also the chicken Justified. She was in Justified. Oh yeah, she Justified was stopped like a thousand years she, ago. She though. was the, she was the blonde in Justified. I'm gonna have to go back and watch she was Justified. Templi- she was Timothy Olympian's girlfriend or ex wife. I can't remember which one, but Hall yes, <gasps> yes. Oh, I need to go back. Okay, but no. So I feel like that the Justified series was over. Oh, it, it was, way it, before yes. the Vikings started up. Yeah, so, yes. Well, so anyways, going back to the book. So th- uh, that sounds like a good book to read if you're yeah, a fan. It, it, like of, I said, uh, I'm, I'm probably about sky. a quarter of a way through it, and uh, it's really good. The problem is, is when I was on Christmas break, I could read the shit out of it, and then I came back to reality and had to work. Yeah. And, so, and that's what I run into as well. Like, you know, I'm, I'll binge books while I can, but then right. like I have to stop reading. So, what I was going to bring. Uh, to the table tonight actually i was gonna tell folks first of all i joined uh this thing called the third thursday book club and it it means what it says every third thursday of the month they did they discuss the book uh, of interest and it's it's through the daily wire question real with quick, ben shapiro yeah go ahead do they mail you the book or do you have to buy the book or is well, it both you buy the book, but they you, mail it to you. So, no. So, by email, I get the discussion uh, discussion stuff. Okay. You know, the, the questions and the, the, the group leader's answers. But I, I, I mean, I have to buy the book myself. And Sam, not to shoot your stupid book down. We'll come back to it here in a minute. But, uh, so, the very, first, um, the very first book in this book club this year was 1984 and i'm not going to go over these in great detail but uh i actually did not even i didn't read it concurrently with the book club because i'd read it probably four or five times before and i was pretty well familiar with it and i think a lot of people are still familiar with it nowadays uh it's 1984 is a dystopian futuristic novel where uh you know, that's where if we get these concepts, uh, Big Brother came from 1984. People, many people may not realize that, but Big Brother was this overriding personality or government person that um, controlled everyone's lives. And, you know, we, we get the term news speak from there uh, because, you know, there were these people in the, the, the news bureau or the, I can't remember what it was called, but the, they literally would edit the news every day and they could edit the news from that day or they could edit the news from yesterday or they could edit the news from 10 years ago, whatever they would change what was written in the books. No. Uh, and it's, so people would say this applicable to today and I didn't, I didn't want to dwell on 1984. Uh, the next book there. So that was January's book. The next book for February was the adventures of Huckleberry Finn. Oh, hell yeah. And it was interesting. For that one, I actually did read it uh, cover to cover. And I tried to participate in the discussion, although my question did not make it 
<laughs> to the discussion. Oh, it didn't? The one you had told me about? Yeah. However, so what I did with this book is I decided to order the unedited, unabridged version. Okay. Which had heavy use of the N-word. Right? Cause it, so this is written by right, yeah. Mark Twain during the period where uh, that was... Um, that was literally how you referred to, uh, people of color, people of African descent. Um, and you know, the, the, the book nowadays is edited to, to erase that language. And also the, uh, unedited version had the phonetic spelling of all this language from the South. Which made it hard to read, right? So you you had these words that they had to spell them out phonetically. I don't know if that makes sense to anyone listening, but it's hard to read these things and and process these words in your mind that you know are pronounced one way in English today, but they were pronounced another way in English a hundred some years ago. Um, But that's that's a classic book about friendships. And, you know, sur- survival against all odds. What was um, your question? My question to uh, Ben Shapiro, who was the group leader, was, is it important to read the unabridged, unedited version of a book? Or would the current, uh, up-to-date, edited, abridged version suffice? And I was really hoping to get an answer to that, uh, but I did not. And uh, I'm not bitter about it. It doesn't matter. Oh, Joe, did you mute oh, this? Did I you did. Re- I oh, did. Okay. I wonder how many people are um, are in that book club. I don't know. But to move on to the, and I don't, I don't want to dwell on any of these books. I just want to quickly uh, mention what I'm reading. The third book, which we just finished and discussed uh, two days ago, is The Tale of Two Cities by Charles Dickens. And, like, my gosh, that is, that's a classic, which I'm surprised. I never read. Like, I feel like I should have read this one in high school. Um, and this is the book that starts out. The first sentence of it is, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. I mean, I think everyone's heard that line before, right? But uh, this is a story out of the French Revolution where they're dropping a guillotine on everyone and killing all these dissenting people and or, you know, killing all the uh, oligarchs, whatever. Um, and, but the, 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 the I think the the real gist of it, if you understood the story, was uh, so it talks about life in London versus life in Paris. So life in England versus life in France during the French Revolution. And at the heart of it, it was like, you know, one state had religion and the other one did not. And you were better off having religion. I That's what I gleaned from it. And I think that was the bulk of the discussion the other mm-hmm. night. This was in the during the in the fourteen hundreds. I 
I don't know the years, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, it didn't say it in the story. What, what year what was it was. the book again? I'm sorry. The uh, Tale of Two Cities by Charles Dickens. <laughs> okay. I feel like Charles, Charles Dickens. Charles Dickens. I feel like Charles Dickens was <laughs> later than the 1400s. No, he was, but he, he wrote a lot of, I mean, he about the old days. I mean, fictional, yeah. non-fictional, the, did, he, did he Charles, wrote a lot about. Charles Dickens write the book Dickens. Quit saying Dickson. It's Dickens, okay? <laughs> You can say the word dick. Charles Diskin. Charles Dickens. What is wrong with you? I know that time. Cut him off. Charles Dickens. Do you lick windows for a living? Swiss Family Robinson. No, that was Robinson, Robinson Crusoe. Crusoe. No, I, Robinson Crusoe was Jesus a, no. That was Christ. No, I'm I'm confused. I don't know. I, Jesus Christ. Look it up. Who who wrote uh, Swiss? Uh, no, the Smith Family Robinson. Swiss <laughs> Okay, so Sam. Sam, back to your stupid book. I'm getting everybody uh, all twisted. The, Charles the, you're Dixon. reading by Glenn Beck, like the My Christmas Sweater or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, what's it about here? All right. The Great Reset. <clears throat> oh, it's not the Christmas Sweater? No, it's about how money is going digital. Oh, okay. And part of the reason it's going digital is to try to reset the economy because they've overprinted the money. And there's Wait, no- is this a book we're talking about? Yes. Yeah, it's, oh, okay. a, it's, it's a Glenn Beck book. Oh, I <laughs> said Glenn Beck. Oh, but there's truths to it. Now, whether or not the Great Reset is actually happening, but we have overprinted money, and the government's always trying to figure out how to get it back. Right. And fit. that's why we're in a really bad inflationary period. And we're they- coming up on April 15th, though. They'll get a shit ton of it back. Right. And um, From some of us. But the the whole idea is that we've moved from a di- into a digital society where medical records are now did everything's digital now Correct. so yeah why, so can i interrupt you money? charles dickens did not write the <laughs> Dick swiss family rock ends did not write that no charles he did not. cock well no i don't that. know who did i just looked at the works of charles dixon dick dixon <laughs> Uh, I just looked at the works of Charles Dickens, and it's not on there. (laughs) Not on there. Sam's going to start writing books under the surname of Charles Dix. Beyond. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, but so so back to this book. The idea is that everything's going digital, so why why not money? Yeah. And if money... And so I've actually said this to people before, you know, oh, nobody will ever allow the government to just make a digital currency and control it like this and that. But, and this is going to flash forward to the, our podcast we're listening to. So, but. In, you mean in, we're making? <clears throat> no, the, the question. Oh, okay. 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 So that throughout history, currencies have changed. I didn't know B97.1 was a podcast. <laughs> Or one of one one point five, big buck country. <laughs> no, but but you know what I mean. Like oh, people go, yeah. oh, we'll never move from the we'll never move from the dollar bill to a digital dollar. <laughs> well, people said we'd never move from a piece of gold to a piece okay of paper. They're dead. Do, right. do you follow what I'm saying? Right. We'd yeah. never go from a piece of gold to a piece of paper. Like and you'd it, never think we'd go from a piece of paper to a shamed ingot. <laughs> <laughs> my the point i know the point is though it's it is going to happen it's the way of things sam i you know i i hate to do this to you but i might have to stop you right there like i 
I literally didn't want us to talk about this shit during the podcast. I, we talked about not talking about this shit during the yeah, podcast. Yeah, we, we kind of said this is off limits uh, when we... Wait a minute. Why didn't you stop before, me at the beginning? Well, no, but well, I, I kind of did, but then I felt like a dick not talking about oh. your book. Okay. I no, dude. We, we, dude, we, I realize this is a book you're reading, and it's pertinent to uh, what you're reading. Watching, segment. reading, listening. However... I, I don't know if you remember, uh, before we even put the headphones on and lit this shit up today, we said we weren't going to talk about this. Yes. I'll we literally did. That. So, I I, I, um, I really don't want to talk about, uh, you know, deep, deep politics in the deep state. And what may be considered fringe um, benefits. Uh, conspiracy theory okay i mean listen i respect what you're reading i respect your opinion and everything i just i don't want this no i didn't want it i don't I'm want people saying, to have to listen to this crap because well, I, I, I want this want i want to, to be more up, I, th- I want to be more uplifting than that yeah okay? no, well, that i don't sense? want people to believe that's true but that's the book i'm reading so let's just the move on reset. so while we move on to the next one well, how about you do podcast. just time out time out time out time out nobody's asked you about a podcast yet i need you to do me a favor Okay. You see that door behind you? Mm-hmm. Open it. Why don't yeah, you we just need, shit yourself? No, no we need some it. cool air in here, actually. Open it. And just, and just, just a little leave warm it in here. Yeah, just so I think we've talked about what do we... We have... Uh, we've talked about uh, what we're watching. We've... Oh, my God. Here comes a killer fucking dog in here. <laughs> That's why I needed him to open it. He's going to he's gonna bite someone's pecker off. You I swear to God. Not. Or he will trip over the wires like Sam just did. <laughs> He's caught up in Joey's headphones. But no, so we can move on to. Uh, uh, so we did what we're watching, what we're reading. Now what we're listening. What are we to? listening to? Uh, I'm going to let you two start because well, I have an awesome thing started, to close. Sam has on. started the last couple of ones. Well, okay. Let me start this just one just because I, I'm segueing from what I said into oh, this. Oh God! I'm it, listening it actually, to the Glenn Beck podcast. No, about I'm not talking about bill. Glenn Beck podcast. <laughs> Wait a minute! Wait! Whoa! 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 whoa. I, actually, I'm. I want to. I want to circle around. <laughs> circle back. Okay, okay Jinsaki. Yeah. <laughs> no, and and wow. and I know I didn't want to get political, but I am going to mention the two books that. Yeah, well, because we talked about that I'm book. actively reading. Okay, so I talked about the book club books, uh, but these two. So I've been I've been reading this one called Red Handed by Peter Schweitzer, and this is just all the all the shady deals that our politicians have done with China. I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay, interesting book. I'm also going to bring up uh, this Twelve Seconds in the Dark. Uh, this is written by Sergeant John Mattingly, who was an officer involved in the shooting of Breonna Taylor. And um, and again, I don't want to get political with any of this crap. And I've only read the intro to this book so far. To the John Mattingly one? Yeah. Uh, where he talks about... Uh, him growing up in that same shitty neighborhood in Louisville. I think it's called the Portland neighborhood. Not to uh, not to get too political, but did uh, everybody see where the Louisville police officer that was indicted was found not guilty? I didn't see that. He was. Wait, when, but anyway, when did they say that? But anyways, in this book, like um, or what I've read in this book so far, 
and just just in the intro. And actually, I wanted to. So actually, I, we're going to digress a little bit here uh, before we get to the what we're listening to. Uh, so in this introductory chapter, um, this guy talks about you know growing up in an impoverished uh, neighborhood in in Louisville. I believe it was called the Portland neighborhood. Um, and he just said he always wanted to be a cop because he, he saw these inequities between people and he thought he could make an impact, uh, in, you know, in the law enforcement and legal system. Um, and from day one coming out of the Academy, his focus was on, um, drug enforcement. You know, he thought that would be where he could make the most impact on the community's well-being. Um, and then there was this whole what's, discussion. What's the name of this book? It's called 12 Seconds in the Dark. Oh, and it, it's, a, it's the supposedly it's a factual accounting of what happened in the raid that killed Breonna Taylor. And I put it that way. The actual subtitle of this book is first-hand account of the Breonna Taylor raid. And I hate to call it that because was it the Breonna Taylor raid? No. No. It's it's called that because she was killed. It was I, actually, it was I actually like, a search warrant for her boyfriend. Yeah, no, so I just, I want to refer to it as the raid that killed Breonna Taylor. But yes. So that's, that's too much, that's too far of the way. Anyways, what I wanted to focus on and how this ties into you, Joe, is this guy talked about uh, initially, when he came out of the academy, just wanting to get in this drug enforcement unit, never ever wanting to progress beyond that. Plus, he didn't want to uh, rise above whatever level he was in the in the police force. And uh, I guess he he talked about eventually someone talked him into taking. Um, I don't know what is the next level exam, lieutenant or something. Yeah, because I think he was a sergeant and then generally lieutenant's next. Yeah, so he said he uh, he sat for that exam and he scored very poorly on the written exam. Very, very badly. But then they had an oral examination or an interview, I guess it would be to me, an interview. And based on his interview, he rose to the top and he got elevated to whatever the next rank is. But here's what I want to put to you, Joe. So uh, for our listeners out here, Joe has very recently uh, been promoted in the Huntington Police. Correct? Yes. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. What What did you get promoted from? I got, uh, in theory, I got promoted from Patrolman First Class. From Patrolman, okay. And Patrolman up to, First. Up to what? Up to Corporal. Corporal. Okay. And Patrolman First Class at the Huntington Police Department just means that I've been there for seven years without being Patrolman. Okay. Or without being promoted. It's, but then it's to, a given to promotion. To get to the next level, you had to take an exam. Yes. Right? What I wanted to put to you was the next thing this guy discussed, and this is all just in the introduction. Like, we're not even into this Breonna Taylor stuff. He said he never wanted to go beyond that next promotion because everything above that was politics and he didn't want to deal with it. I mean, do you, do you agree, disagree with that? Do you have any insight on that? Good. You're kennel. I don't know exactly how the, uh, local police department set up. So actually that, I, that's actually a question I had is, is every police department universally the same when it comes to ranking and badging and whatever? Potentially, uh, potentially slightly close to it. 
because uh, mm-hmm. there's generally patrolmen, patrolmen first class, which is normally given. Mm-hmm. Or in the West Virginia State Police, uh, it's a trooper, trooper first class, senior trooper. Yeah. Then corporal is your first, like, tested rank. Yeah. Generally. Uh, and then they have sergeants, which at the Huntington Police Department is a shift supervisor. Mm-hmm. And then they have lieutenants, which is a shift commander. Dude. Um, I would say at the Huntington Police Department, a lieutenant isn't necessarily super uh, political, if you will. But I would say a captain is because they, they're in charge of your perspective. You know, we have a patrol bureau commander, a detective bureau commander, and then a admin bureau commander. Mm-hmm. My, my question about political, so this might change the definition for you too, Joe. When, and I think that I'm not in your field at all, but I'm just speaking on what I think the mentality of people are. Once you start getting these promotions, you do the things need to be done to get higher which in essence makes the next role part of your mindset is political. And, and it is. And it and may honestly, not be even, that you're in control of anybody, even, but that you get into the mindset even the of shift supervisor. Not, yeah. Even the shift supervisor is slightly, I mean, it's, it's that slightly sense, David? a political role because you Kinda, know, you, yeah. you've got, I think the, that's what the guy in the book, you've is. got the mayor who, I you think know, so. Kennel. Like your mindset changes from just Lying doing down. this, just being a police officer that takes care of the law to worrying about your your interest in, in right well, moving and, that, and that's yeah. what I mean. Like even the shift supervisor, you get an email from your captain or from your lieutenant who got an email from the mayor who says, "Hey, city councilman, blah blah blah, says there's people creeping around the neighborhood at night, or there's people staying in these abandoned houses. You know, can can you send some guys to take care of it? So yes, it is political, mm. but a lot of guys, friends, oh, hey, can I? But a lot of guys, like when they get to lieutenant captain, mainly captain, like they start seeing, hey, I'm going to retire soon. Maybe I can, you know, get in good with the mayor, become a city councilman, or Something like that. Yeah. yeah, or just move on beyond my retirement. Yeah. Where, you know, some guys, they, they get promoted to lieutenant and they're like, hey, hell yeah, like I'm in charge of some guys, but I get a pay raise. Right. You know, I, I have to deal with some of the city bureaucrat bureaucrat stuff, but mainly I'm in charge of guys, I'm in charge of a shift, and I get a pay raise. I man, I've got a comment on this for the people who can't see and this is another reason I wish uh or that I uh, that pushes me towards doing a video with my podcast. So Joe has brought his canine in here. And uh, his name is Fritz. Uh, and Joe, so this hey, is Fritz. Joe's second canine uh, yes. officer, right? Uh, his previous one was Rudy. Rudy was lost. And we all lament that big time. Um, but my gosh, this dog Fritz is so chill compared yeah, to Rudy. Yes, oh Rudy, my god, Rudy could not be in here like Fritz that. or uh, Rudy would have bit my face off by now. <laughs> but I have petted Fritz. I've I've felt it under his chin and stuff, and I've squished his ears and everything. And he's been cool to me. And he is a good looking dog. Rudy would have literally <laughs> bit my face off. I would have been in the ER by now. <laughs> uh. But man, we all miss that. Yes, we, we do. miss that dog, dude. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that that's all I wanted to put to you was um, based on, like I said, I've literally only read the intro in this book. I haven't gone any, anywhere beyond that. So it's I, called wasting time. Uh, 
No. What? Gee, it's 12 seconds in the dark. Have oh, you been right. fucking Jesus. asleep over there? <laughs> no, I've been involved in the you. damn conversation. I just I've repeated it twice. My God. 12 seconds in the dark. I'm doing a plug for it. Can you not figure that out? Blibe. Okay. By Sergeant uh, Mattingly. I'm yeah. trying to get you to uh, say no, I just I wondered if... Uh, <laughs> So it sounds like you know that maybe that's a consideration across the board with the with police is that maybe you don't want to go beyond a certain position unless that's your personality type, you know. Um, so, anyways, we can move on to the. Um, I, I what really are you listening to? Talk to? About my what am I listening oh, to? Yeah, for fuck's sake. Yeah, of I did. You do. I did derail us. I'm sorry. Well, I want. Um, I had a good segue because mine the Glenn Beck thing was about money. And so one of the podcasts that I'm listening to, and this isn't a conspiracy theory. This is a true story. Because well, no, I'll shut you down again if you bring that <laughs> yes, shit up. you will. Yeah, you guys are. Yeah. So when you actually have digital. Anyway. Um, the, oh, God. No, I'm, I've, I've been listening to new. When you're lucky enough to have Bitcoin. No, this, um, this right here is oh, going to be the currency of the future. <laughs> let me try some of that. No. What I'm pointing to is a bottle of liquor. No. Let me Copper try some of that. and aluminum ingots. <laughs> no, that's why, that's, I know, <laughs> that's why I'm smelting it all. Okay, so I've been listening to Newton's Law. Have you ever listened to that? I told you about that, Joe. Remember? I have not. I've not heard. And I finished it. And it's about money in England when they... Uh, Sir Isaac Newton, the inventor of the theory also, of gravity. Also, time out, time and, out. Also, Cam Newton's law. <laughs> yeah, but but the, you know the the fame the very famous mathematician and phys, uh, physics. I mean, can person. you say the inventor of Newton's law? <laughs> he didn't the, invent that. No, I said founder. the founder of the of. No, the, you said the yeah. inventor said of the Newton's inventor. law. <laughs> you said the inventor. Yeah. I Dude, I can rewind this shit if you want me to. Yeah. Well, whatever <laughs> you want to call it. The, the guy that came up with the theory of gravity. Okay. Okay. And the guy that came up with the, th- he basically came up with calculus. Yes. Basically. Okay. The guy's very, very, very intelligent. He ended up getting hired as the top cop on counterfeiting for the, the Royal Crown because they had a major, major problem. Did you know this Please is true? They no. had they had a major problem with people cutting uh, cutting the corners of coins and things and counterfeiting them and using them and blah blah blah. <laughs> so they wanted to make a uniform um, currency. Tante. <laughs> so they they happen. <laughs> Sam, we're probably going to cut you off again and just yeah, move on. Seriously, you're not to because nobody's talking to me. I mean, me. are you talking about? Are you wasted? Give me that bottle of basil. I'm waiting to hear somebody say something. Instead, everybody's taking pictures of me. Give me that bottle of basil. Taking me on, and then I do it, and then you guys say, "Are you jackass?" Uh, well, it's because you are a jackass. Well, I mean, I have to be honest with you. I, I, I'm not following. I was trying to your wait line for you of reasoning. To, I was trying to wait for you to finish um, your sentence, Norma. Oh, God. 
Guys, I'm messing with you. It's it's over. It's about it's about Isaac Newton being in We've charge. We've drugged the matriarch into this. Um, no, I mean that's oh all the, the podcast. That's all I'm listening to. The podcast is about Isaac Newton's time and the royal mint in the UK. That's it. I had no idea that he was involved with the royal mint. Yeah, like I'll have to admit, I, I wanted to have a conversation with you guys on this podcast. Instead, you make me act Sam. like an idiot to get your attention because you're taking pictures of shit, and then I get blamed for it. Like I'm, am I going to have to get? muted again i'm like i'm yes. the only one talking don't get mad don't get mad I, we haven't mad. muted you yet I love don't, you guys. don't get sad i we, just need another beer and it's i'm gonna trip over something can somebody get no i'm gonna watch you get up from here and trip over about six cords or not is that but half uh, a bottle of basil hayden over there not good enough for no, you i, I mean, have a feeling if that's, oh, Jesus God, if that's what i choose to drink I, there will be vomit all over actually actually for the listeners out there uh joe in usual form is the one that spilled the most liquor here today i am actually i <laughs> yeah, am joe, guilty will, as charged on, right on, try- will joe throw up tonight oh no. god that, no. so, that's <laughs> the big not. question joe's like the and i oh dude i oh, have dude, to bring this up bring, bring it up bring it it doesn't bother me i have to bring this up anytime that i ever can put this on top of the refrigerator joe is probably the only person that anyone out there knows that can vomit <laughs> in a parked car with the windows down he vomits all over the dashboard oh, i mean yeah. do we need to say anything else jesus christ i would like to thank uh, my good friend john yeah. franklin and david a denning jr and who's that. and whose vehicle did you puke all over brad brad graham those do not graham do not those are those wait do not eat those those are dog, dog treats. treats you idiot Sam, put them back are you Read fucking kidding fucking me bag. dog treats jesus christ cuts. It says jerky cuts. What the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, my God. He was going to eat dog food. Sam Denning was going to eat dog food treats. I should probably only mute because, his ass because he's because wasted. Jerky what, else, what else can he contribute to this? You're going to drink my CBB Oktoberfest? I've been saving this since, since, o- o- fucking since October. October of 2021. I can drink. smell it before I haven't even opened the can. <laughs> Guys, don't mute me. I'm, I'm oh, dude. No, we're time. not muting you. Um, Guys, don't mute me. I'm just fucking hammered. It's no Joe, deal. is there anything that you listen to um, on the podcast front or the radio front? I'm, it, I've been listening uh, sporadically to uh, Joe Rogan. Actually, um, we yeah. talked about this briefly. I listened to his uh, most recent podcast. Well, I don't want to say most recent, but I listened to uh, his podcast with Mr. Beast. Yeah. Then, so I have to put this out there. Um, I hate to interrupt you, no, but like fine. Joe Rogan has been very controversial lately. He has. And, he has. And I, I was only turned on to Joe Rogan about three years ago, four years ago. And I know that his podcast existed way beyond that. But I, I worry that his listenership is going to drop for some reason, but it probably won't, but, uh, but no, go ahead. So you, you listen to, you listen to one of his non controversial yeah, podcasts and, and recently. I didn't, I didn't even listen to all of it because we were on our way to Fairmont to, uh, to my kids, uh, Robotics State Championship. That was in Fairmont? That was in I Fairmont. I thought it was in Charleston. That was in Fairmont. And just so you know, uh, St. Joe, uh, St. Joseph Catholic School, 
sent uh, eight teams up there. From D- really, well, from I didn't know the robotics thing was that big. Oh, no, Go ahead, just, though. From ages elementary school to middle school, six out of the eight teams qualified for the world championship in Dallas, Texas, May 9th through the thirteenth. World championship, so that implies that there's people from other countries. Uh, that is coming. correct. Wow. Yes, that is correct. Mexico. Well, and, and it's funny. Like honestly, um, before before the state championship, uh, Jackson's team had uh, qualified for the worlds in their open division. In the no, open, but, so well, before hold on, we hold on, hold on. Well, I'm, but I'm before this. before we go this. on with the Joe Rogan tie-in. What do these robotic things do? What is the contest? Well, the contest is uh, funny you should ask, Brother David. Oh, no. So I've seen the videos. I just want you to tell the well, it, podcast world. There, There's a, uh, I want to say it's eight feet by six feet uh, board. And then there's uh, there's a tower in the middle. And then like two, I don't, I don't want to call them side towers, but there's two things on each side of the tower mm-hmm. and then there's balls i want to say 20 balls set throughout this uh board like ping pong balls no, baseballs they, they're, like, they're little like one might refer to them as hacky sack balls okay all right i mean they, they're not huge but they're they're not small but so anyway and you get points for moving the balls from where their original position Okay. If you move an entire corral of the balls, then you get 10 points. And two teams play together. So mm-hmm. the, so each team, like their scores combined, goes together. Yeah. So the highest run for the day was actually 64 points, and that was with Jackson's team and another team from, I think, maybe Gilmer County or something around there. But so what you get is you can move the balls, and then if your robot hangs, like suspends itself from the air on one of the lower bars – you get six points. If it suspends itself from the air on one of the upper bars, you get 10 points. Mm-hmm. You can also make a launcher, which is what most of the middle school teams did. Not many elementary school teams did, but the launcher, if you shoot the balls into the big tower, like a big basketball hoop, mm-hmm. then you get more points for each ball. Oh, so what am I searching for on uh, uh, search for Vex IQ on YouTube? Vex, like V-E-X? Yes, V-E-X space, space IQ. Space IQ. I'm going to look this up here, dude. And uh, it's actually really, really interesting. They they changed the course. every. The course is always six feet by eight feet, I think it is. Oh, here's this is the first video is meet the bots. Yes, they, that's the that's the video that they showed to all the uh, kids last year at the end of the season last year for this coming season. So this is 20, 2019 on, World Championships. No, I'm sorry. Uh, that's not the video they showed. Let me scoot over here real quick. Yeah. Um, if uh, it keeps going down a little bit. Sure. And uh, I'll show you here real quick. I'm getting some feedback because I'm too close to David. Yeah, I don't know what this is or if that's the uh, the Bluetooth tie-in. I don't know. Right there you go. If you go to the Vex IQ pitching in, that's uh, that's what they did. This one here? Yes. They, that's a that's just a team that's uh, showing their video, but that's that's the exact layout that they did. I'm actually going to mute this. I don't uh, I don't want this to come through. I'm watching it. So, I, I, so I've seen the robotic stuff. Uh, online where the robots 
just destroy each other. Oh no, that that is not it at all. That's uh, I'll actually try to pull it up here as well. Uh, see if I can find one. But other than that, so we'll get back to Mr. Beast. So the boys, Jackson and Logan, they like to listen to Mr. Beast, okay. or they like okay. to watch Mr. Beast on YouTube. So uh, I decided to listen to part of that on the drive up to Fairmont. I didn't listen to all of it yeah. because uh, the boys were woke up and then started annoying the piss out of me. So I took out my earbuds so I could talk to them. But uh, it's really interesting considering that they like to watch him and uh, and then listen to him speak. And uh, just he's young and he's kind of he's actually down to earth. And uh, just some of the stuff he was saying, like. I was really impressed with him, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's mainly, and I listen to, off and on, randomly, I listen to some Ben Shapiro, just because that's uh, generally how I lean. But yeah. other than that, those, yeah. those are the two things that I've been listening to lately. No, so I'm, I'm watching this robotics thing. So right here is the actual, the, the one that I'm pulling up on the TV is the uh, commercial, not commercial, but the video that they sent out to the teams to like see what they're supposed to do for the upcoming season. Okay. Yeah, so we're, we're watching this on Joe's big screen in the man cave so here that, in the that's, studio. That's where it is, and you see the low bars there on the left side and the right side. You can get your yes. robots to hang there for six okay. points. If you go on the top and it goes above the low bar, then that's a hang for ten points. If you just move those balls, you get points for just moving the balls. If you put all the balls under the tower, then you get two points. But if you just move those corrals on the left-hand side and the right-hand side, then you get points for that. So, now, the one that just shot the ball that you just saw, a whole bunch of the middle school teams yeah, designed ones like that. The elementary schools didn't necessarily design their launchers. Okay. So but, do they do they design these things and build them before the competition? Yes. Okay. And then when they get in there, they 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 both go at the same time. Yes. Yeah, so it's like we'll just say Jackson Den a team from St. Joe, and we'll say yeah, look a at that, team plus six, and and that would be a plus ten, plus because ten it, hanging it, up there because it hung above the low bar. But so there was a team from CK. So we'll say a team from St. Joe and a team from St. CK played against each other, but it's not actually against each other. It's with each other. Both of their scores combined is that total score. Yeah. How do they, how, how do they operate then, these things with a remote control? But also there's three different things. There's a team score, which is with the teams together, which is what the commercial is talking about right now is each team. And what they do is they run for 30 seconds and then the hand, then they hand it off to the other team member. Mm-hmm. So there's always two drivers per team, or they also have a skills competition, which is it's just you and your team member go for a minute. And each one of these competitions is for a minute. <coughs> okay. And then they also have the autonomous where they learn how to code. And then they, they put a code in it and they hit go and nobody operates anything. It's just run off of the code that they have programmed the robot to do. Huh. Interesting. And is it like, yes, it, it's literally like the last year he did it with COVID and the, he qualified for worlds, but like a whole bunch of people qualified for worlds because the pandemic. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what happened this year. Like, regardless of what happened at the state competition, he qualified for world competitions because they changed things to they also they added an open division because a whole bunch of teams from across the world said, hey, due, due to COVID restrictions, we aren't allowed to travel to Dallas, Texas for the huh. world competition. So Jackson's team, he, he's got a team, I think, of five or six kids mm-hmm. from St. Joe. And, and like I said, there's eight teams from St. Joe. But his team of five or six kids said, hey, we'll go to Worlds regardless. So regardless, they were set up to go to the open competition. But they finished uh, tied for second in the state. And then after their beginning rankings from the state competition or the state finals, they ended up finishing total of fourth, but they tied for second in the actual tournament. So they qualified on their own merit instead mm-hmm. of for the open division for the qualifying division in Worlds. So we're we're actually St. Joe's in the middle of the, trying to raise funds to to help the parents and everybody send the students and the parents and everybody to the world competitions in Dallas. I see. Okay. And it caught, it's amazing. <clears throat> like we had, we had a zoom meeting. Um, it costs to go to the state competition. It costs $50 a team just to compete to go to so world. probably like your registration fee, right? right? To go, yeah. to go to worlds. It costs $1,200 a team just to register to compete. Wow. Not counting the flight, the hotel. <laughs> yeah. And they also recommend uh, the high school team because their robots are actually made of metal where the robots on Jackson's team are made out of plastic, except for the battery mm. and the, the actual, you know, the gears. And, well, even the gears are made out of plastic, but the batteries in the computer program. Uh, There's metal Jackson, on that for sure. Yeah, yeah, Jackson's is completely made out of plastic. But what they say is the high schoolers are going to ship theirs down via like FedEx next day air or whatever. The middle school and elementary school they're recommending trying to carry those onto the airplane, yeah. just well, just to yeah. make it just to make it safest to get those right. down. And I was like, how we can we can build out of like one buys. When uh, when is that? Uh, it's May 9th through the thirteenth, I think. And w- when do they do they have like practice that they get together to build these, the, or is the, it during well, no, school? They, no, they they get together like Jackson's team every Friday. They practice from oh. like three thirty to five every Friday. And some hmm. teams like they'll they'll practice even in the summer. Like they'll find out what they're supposed to do. Like by watching these YouTube videos, they'll practice. They'll find out what they need to do. They'll build their robot. And like and and that's the other amazing part is is like they don't they don't get their plans from a robot from anybody. They just watch these YouTube videos and they're like, hey, that's the robot I want to build. And they find hmm. out how to build it. I see. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. That's oh yeah, awesome. it, it really is really really cool how they do it. Awesome, dude. Yes, sir. So, um, Dave, what what are you listening to? Yeah, so I was gonna say we need to move on uh, to the listening to thing. Uh, I think the first thing I want to just touch on briefly, uh, and this is a large commercial podcast. Uh, it's called Red Pilled America. Uh, I don't want to plug them for very long, but. They are uh, these two people, Patrick Karelshi and Adriana Cortez. Cortez, yeah. Uh, they've done this show for years, and uh, the you know they build themselves as storytellers, and and I think that's actually what they do. They, so you might think they're politically aligned, or 
news of the day, but it's not. Like they literally tell a story about something that caused whatever political issue or social issue has come up for the day. And uh man, like there I I've I've only dug into this stuff in the last three months and, and I like what I'm hearing. Um but what I really, really wanted to talk about in this segment is uh, a, a local podcast. And, uh, you know, guys, I, I'm going to – I'm actually going to tag you uh, in my um, social media feed when I upload this. So I hope you know that that I'm plugging you. And my hope is that we can – maybe connect one of these days but um the podcast is called grunts in appalachia and i think in short their story is there uh some retired marines uh, or army veterans you know um retired veterans of our armed forces let's put it that way and they've decided to settle down here in the huntington area and uh and they they have a podcast they do on a regular basis it's weekly um and they've done a podcast no matter what as far as i can tell for the last 30 weeks 30 plus weeks and uh it's it's three guys uh i can't remember their last names but it's it's nate john and brandon and <laughs> And I would never remember Brandon except for one of the episodes they talked about. Let's go, Brandon. And he's like, no. And he's like, no, 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 no. I don't want to be associated with that. Uh, but anyhow, so the the retired uh, military veterans uh, who were previously located out of state, and for some reason they decided to locate in our area in Huntington, around Huntington, West Virginia, and they. Um, they interview local business owners. They, um, they have a segment in their, uh, podcast called a, a wellness check. So they, they, they try to check in on veterans in the area. Um, I think they're very active with the, the veteran community in the Huntington area. Um, they talk about, you know, gadgets and, and gear and stuff uh, that they like to use as, as military veterans. Uh, they, I think weekly they talk about, you know, some specific beer or, or liquor, you know, Appalachian ales, I think ales and tails, they call it. Um, it's a very fascinating podcast, I think. And it's, and it's great to know that they're located in our area and, um, you know, I have no idea what their listenership is. I have no idea what their numbers are. I feel like they have to be pretty popular uh, because they're out there on social media a lot. They they have, I think they have like a a, a merchandise store, uh, from whatever I can tell. Um, but no, the, these guys uh, they sound like some really solid people, and and I have to send a shout out to them. Like I would love to be on your show, or I would love to interview you guys on my show. I think we have a lot in common. I think we have a philosophy that's in alignment with one another, uh, and we share the same community. But um, I think that's that's a great local podcast. 
Um, the third thing I would mention is I've got into uh, this podcast called Positively West Virginia. And, um, you know, I feel like this is maybe along the lines of some uh, NPR station, but I don't believe they have any affiliation with NPR, but the, the, the narrator or the, you know, the, the, the spokesperson of this podcast, he just, he literally just interviews uh, business owners and activists and prominent figures all throughout West Virginia. And, you know, this podcast I think has like a couple hundred episodes by now. And, um, you know, I haven't gone through their whole catalog. I've, I've really tried to search and, um, <laughs> why are you, why are you laughing? I'm trying to be honest. No, here. no, you're good. You're I've, good. I've tried to search through this guy's catalog and find like the people who are local to us or, or close to local to us or the, you know, the, the, the people of interest to me, like, uh, beer brewers or, or, uh, distiller, distillery operators, things like that. And, um, that's a great podcast to listen to. Know, so that, that's what I'm listening to. I'm going to, I'll reiterate the, no, uh, the grunts good. in Appalachia. I'm sorry. I was uh, doing something, uh, <laughs> trying to put a shameless plug in for you uh, elsewhere. The grunts in Appalachia. I'm, gonna, I'm not red pilled America cover for anybody anymore. I get bitched <laughs> and, out. Uh, I'm doing on here. Positively West Virginia. Okay. Those are three good ones to listen to. I think in my opinion, I don't know. Sorry, well, I mean, Sam. I'm just telling you guys about a fucking book. I'm sorry, and Sam. I, get, I didn't. I didn't mean to put you on blast on the uh, on the book of faces. My bad. Wait a minute. Did you say something <laughs> else on there? Uh, oh gosh. I still haven't figured this out yet. So I'm looking at this live now. Joe posted me uh, a picture of me at my worst. Look at Sam. Look how fat oh. I am. <laughs> Look how fat I am. Look how bald I am. Look how long my beard is. Like, I haven't taken care of myself in like three years based on this photo. Just three? <laughs> <laughs> no. I know. This, the, those are good photos. And this is basically what I, the shit that I'm going to upload on you guys when I, <laughs> oh, I when know. I publish this hey, thing. I, 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 I saw you taking pictures, me, you jackass. I, don't get mad at me for bringing this up. This isn't political. Oh God! Uh, but it has to do with the times that everybody knows we're in. Price, mm-hmm. Prices of everything is going up. Yes, sir. I'm a spe- oh. I'm a speculator. That's no, what I I've got to chime in here at some point. But go ahead. Okay. I uh, I'm a speculator. That's kind of how I make some of my money in mm-hmm. what I th- where I think trends are heading. What do you guys think it's going to be like in the summer and be like by next Christmas? And if you have spare money to do something with it, what do you think? What do you guys think is wise? Spare money? Who has that? And I'm dead serious when I say that. Who uh, has spare money? Well, hold on, hold on. Time out. No, time out. no. Before no, before you need to let me money. go on a rant. You need to let me go, go on get, a rant. Go on who, your rant, but who has fucking spare money when uh, you know I'm going to pay? Um, I don't know. As it stands right now, one hundred fifty, hundred sixty dollars a week in fuel. Uh, looking into the future, maybe it's two hundred dollars a week in fuel. 
to get to and from where I work, like where I go to be productive. To pay taxes. Yes. Who has spare money when I actually fucking pay taxes? And I'm not talking about federal income taxes, state income taxes. I'm talking about all the taxes. And and Sam, I know you, you know this as well as I do, you know, there's sales taxes, there's property taxes, Mm -hmm. uh, there's taxes in the way of, uh, insurance that we have to carry on stuff. Somebody at your income level probably works five of the eight hours of the day for the government. No, I'm just asking you spare money. (laughs) Where in the fuck is the spare money? Let me, let me rephrase it. You're probably, that's probably a good, a good statement you're making, but like, what do you think is going to have value in the next by Christmas? Aluminum ingots. No, food. Food's going to be expensive. It's going up like crazy. Food is very expensive. Gas. Gas is expensive. Hey, honestly, like I, I foresee a functioning no, vehicle. Like legit, you, I foresee gasoline and diesel fuel upwards of seven dollars a gallon by this time. Listen, next year. utilities as a whole are very expensive and they're going to get more expensive. So I'm talking about electricity, water, gas to the house, propane if you have it at the house. It's all going so and I gotta tell you this. You're gonna be fascinated by this. Both of you are gonna be proud of me of this. Uh, so just yesterday I went out to my propane tank and I said, man, I wonder how much is left in this tank. <laughs> oh God. The gauge said 8%. Oh my God. <laughs> and I looked at Megan and I said, holy shit. I've never seen it below 30%. <laughs> and I said, do you think we can make it until August when the <laughs> when it's when the price dips because you're gonna get and Megan looked at me like no 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 Megan looked at me and she said we can turn the fucking heat off I don't care that's <laughs> awesome dude that's eight percent in my propane tank I've never seen it tank, like that it? yeah that means oh my god like I don't Thousands even of dollars well no if I filled it right now I'd be paying. Two fifty a gallon. Yeah, right. If For a I thousand gallons. If I filled it in August, it'd be seventy nine cents a gallon. You know what yep. I mean? So I told her, I said, I want to ride this shit out. If we run out, fuck it. Like, who cares? Hey, just, huh. just, out, just out of curiosity, because I know that you also heat your house with yeah, wood. And, and I do have that outdoor wood burning stove, but I shut it down. Like the the, okay, fl- well, they, the flames out on well, it. You're that's bad. what you hurt your back. I was all bad. And but I think to, if I that thing we're still running, if hey, I, I had go, guys, to, I gotta go piss. Well, go take a leak. We no, got no, a no. fucking urinal in here. No, no, no. And here's the thing: if I had to, like, if we were all freezing to death inside, and I was out of propane, I could put wood in that outdoor outdoor well, that, wood burner stove. Hey, the and the deal is, from, they, as long as we have electricity, that thing works. Hey, you right. know? The people you bought it from proved you could burn trash in it. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, the people who previously owned the house, they burned trash in it. Like, there was remnants of carpet and shit in there. But, no. God. I, <laughs> no, I have wood to feed that thing, but I I usually turn that thing off. You know, I wasn't I, sure I, when I you the, turned it off. I let the flame burn. So, 
Well, by the way, real quick, uh, I'm sure everybody knows this by now. However, the number 15 seed, which beat the University of Kentucky, <gasps> RIP Kevin Sargent, um, also beat. Uh, they did. They went on. Yeah. Whoever. The oh, fuck my gosh. They that is Murray awesome. State. Uh, so the number 15 seed is going on to the next round in the NCAA tournament. I would just, just say I, I that had the, to, I had to let that go out. I would just say that whoever seeds these people's on fucking dope. Well, and, and what it is is, I mean, it's it's just you know how how dare they not put UK Duke or UNC at number one or number two seeds? Right, right, right. I mean, yet again, I uh, love cousin cousin Sergeant or cousin Kevin Sergeant to death, but. Uh, Everybody has an off year. Well, what the hell does honest. he even do? Like he is it, like right. honestly, he's he is the director of compliance for the University of Kentucky. I think he's director of basketball operations now or something. I think he's still under compliance. I could be totally wrong on that, but I think it, last I talked to him, he was director of compliance. Like there was nobody else other than the athletic director above him. Um. I wanted to say that I, David, I want, I really do enjoy those Red Pill America uh, podcasts. They tell the truth. Yeah, those are good shows, man. But um, no, uh, back to Sam, I I agree with David. I don't necessarily think uh, anybody has uh, extra money, um, unless they. Uh, and this isn't towards you uh, in particular, but unless they have a uh, cash or lucrative business. If you will, I don't think people have extra money. Even when they have a cash lucrative business, I still think that uh, a lot of their extra cash needs to go towards living, in essence, and paying taxes and other things. But just the ridiculousness of the way the prices of things are getting nowadays makes it very difficult. And uh, I see just honestly, and, and not to get overly political because we didn't want to go down this road but i see a lot of things uh, i see inflation getting really really bad and things just continuing to skyrocket in prices Inflation's very bad um, well, one of the things i was wanting people to bring up was like oh you buy gold and silver and no i just yeah think, so i just think you you're buying, you're asking i just think you keep buying aluminum soda yeah, cans what do we and have you uh, melt something. them down well so you're asking like where, where do you put your money if you have it so uh I mean, so, to, well, no, so to answer your question, like I'm one of these people that pays myself first, if you know what I, if people know what that means. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of payroll deductions uh, that go towards uh, investment accounts. Um, now, beyond that, I don't have extra cash. But what what are those investments going into? I mean, right now, this they're uh, I think all all of my investments are in these targeted uh, retirement date funds, so they're very aggressive right now for me. You know, I think I've told you this that I've seen huge swings in my investments. You know, going up massive amounts, going down massive amounts. They swing either way every single day, and uh, you know, I, it, it sucks to watch that. But I know that I'm in this for the long term. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to retire next year. Today, yeah. Um, so I have a, an investment tolerance for this, so to speak. Now I've seen, I've seen all the investment advice that says 
real estate is going to be poop mm. in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Now, do I believe that or not? I, I really don't have an opinion on that. Um, I think if you have to sell it in the next five years, you're in bad. It's bad. I I tend to. I mean, I I, I know that you're highly invested in real estate, Sam. I know that, but I tend to believe these speculators that real estate's going to be a bad investment in the future. I, you know, whatever your position in is in it now may be good. Uh, but I don't see myself throwing any dollars at it coming up. Um, but that being said, like, I don't know where I would put my money. I honestly do not know. Um, you know, it seems like, um, you know, the, the old staples as far as, uh, you know, energy, uh, oil, yeah, the, oil and coal. The consumables, the things that people stuff have I, to have. Well, but no, I, I think oil is bad going forward. Um, oh, my gosh. It, the, my phone just picked up that I said Alexa somehow. I don't. I would say well, any anything like electronic, like Tesla. And of course, I just said Alexa, so it's listening to me. But, you know, so, uh, you know, so oil and coal is probably a bad investment. Um, anything renewable seems good, but what do what do the renewables come from? Yeah, you know, I mean, there still has to be a basis in oil and coal. Man, dude, I I I honestly don't know what to invest in. I, I think I think like my whole thing was during this inflationary period because the, they're generally not forever lasting so like i think ultimately i'm heavily invested in a cigarette company is so and i oh my god so you hit the nail on the head right there i think that and i was not even thinking in that direction cigarette company so those people that smoke that's a safe ass fucking bet they're gonna buy their cigarettes before they buy anything else you're absolutely right They'll go broke buying cigarettes. <laughs> but so in a the real estate market, I think I've got it figured out. I think it is going to be bad. You know, they raise interest rates. The things that you do own are going to sell for a lot less money because it's going to cost the person a lot more money to buy it. And so you have to sell it. You have to sell it for less. So I think if yeah. if you have to sell something in the next five years – if you're overextended or your retirement age, or it's a horrible time to be selling property. But, um, I think I think of you said oil and all that stuff's a bad investment. I think that they are dying businesses, but I don't necessarily think they're bad investments, especially during the short term. Because just like my tobacco company, it's a dying business. Less and less people are smoking, but the people that do smoke are rabidly addicted. But are more and more people using e-cigarettes? Well, yeah, that. But with with the oil companies, it's the same thing. There's less and less demand for oil, but the people that use oil are desperate for it. So the the price of it. So from like just a shareholder perspective, 
they can keep it going for 50 years or 100 years because they can keep jacking the price up. Yeah. You know, all you dependent oil consumers are going to be paying $10. You know what I mean? Just like the cigarettes. What, David, what, what could you buy a pack of cigarettes for when you were a kid? Well, I was 50 kid, cents. You know what I mean? 50 to 75 yeah. cents by dropping quarters in a pull tab machine across the street from the high school you see what i'm saying part of the part of the price yeah, and now what are they like six dollars for camels yeah and they make the same profits and the reason is because yeah. they have less people smoking but the the people that do well, smoke will pay anything for it probably most of the increase is due to federal and state taxes i would guess a lot of it is yeah they because well, they, well, they think they can tax people out of smoking or out of buying where everything. Where if people would quit smoking, uh, the government would just be hosed. What's that noise? I think it's David's boom mic. It's got some vibration in it. Something. There, there you, you go. go. No, there's something wrong with the cord here, I think. Yeah, that's ah. your cord. Don't give that one to me. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, baby! Oh my nuts, David! I love watching people just pound that straight. No, I think that uh, David, you need to drink like that. Drink that like Doc Holiday, where you you take a big swig and and wipe my mouth off. Yeah, oh yeah, I used to. Oh, I I used to do that, but it was such a small swig, right? Now I like to do a couple. I'd like to do a couple of gulps and then just lower the bottle. And then go for a couple more golfs. Yeah. Actually, I need another can of beer. Sam. What the fuck? No, he made Sam me get up and get my own damn beer, and I tripped over. I almost, <laughs> dude, I almost. Are there like any potato chips my left nut hurts? No. You guys know how much my left nut hurts. I talk about oh, it all the time. And then you make me get up, and I tripped over that cord. You and, and then testes. I pulled my groin again, for God's You're having... Sakes. You're having testicle issues again? Still? It never goes away. I think that's my curse. That's Does my Does WebMD tell you that something's wrong with you? No, I have this, uh, I think it's called chronic prostatitis. I just want to pound my fucking face against the wall. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, Go God. and get it taken care of. Like, cut a nut out. I have. You'll still have I another have nut left. I therapy, for God's fucking sake. <laughs> I've done more than you could ever imagine to fix this problem. (laughs) And if you want to know what pelvic therapy is, I won't tell you. Just imagine that it's great. Just go to Pornhub. You stuck that vibrator up your ass, didn't you? Yeah, it was called like the Velvet Rose. I'm going to fucking puke, dude. Stop talking about it. (laughs) Oh, God. Mute his ass before he starts talking again. I... Oh, quit it over there. We don't need you peanut gallery. Dude, go get me a beer. What, so that's go get for, David one of those sissy-ass beers he brought. It's actually not sissy. It's a Hazy Jane peach Take flavor. off your headset, dick bag. Yeah, oh yeah, like you can walk all the way over there with your headset God. on. God. If Jeez. I wasn't here, I'd be somewhere else. Yeah, clearly. If I wasn't here, I'd be somewhere else. That's That sounds like Yogi Berra. Yeah, I mean... Come on, if they would have scored more points, they would have won that game. I'm so jealous of David right now, a.k.a. Denrock. Uh, he's rocking out to some sort of music that nobody else can listen to. That's Bick the Dag. who? Eminence Front. Bick Everyone's Dag heard is. of that one. I mean, sir, I have not heard it, though. Uh, Sam, why didn't you get me a drink while you were up? What do you want? 
I've got some land sharks in there, you son of a gun. <laughs> land shark, oh my god. And you said that my beer was pussy beer. I, listen, I bought that while I was out of town. That was the only thing I could find at the Walmart up in Fairmont. Okay. Good looking, right? Uh, well, I mean, you're talking to a guy that drinks every day almost. So, uh, is it you? Is this on? Yeah. Am I on? Is my microphone still on, guys? I didn't say drinks every day. I meant drinks every May. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad it's March. Well, I want to tell you guys this. So uh, you both know that I ordered a Tesla. Yes. A while yes. back. Uh, I got some disappointing news on it. Oh, no. Yeah. Is it going to be delivered in December? Almost. Uh, the delivery date is November now. Jesus. It was supposed to come in July. Uh, and here's what's interesting is, uh, like, I read an article on Google that said the... Uh, I F- hear they are the foremost uh, medical doctor out there. Well, no, no, no. I mean, there's, like, just articles that come across Google or whatever. But it said the FSD, meaning the full self-driving vehicles uh, from Tesla are uh going fsd fsd full self-driving are going to the front of the production line did you get an fsd uh fuck no it was fifteen thousand dollar option well listen not not to be a he dick. got an fuj fuck you joe no listen not <laughs> not to be a dick but i was if if he did I was contemplating on trying to get him his next guest on the Borderlands podcast. Well, no, look, so go fuck yourself, Sam. Well, no, but let me tell you about this uh, Tesla thing, okay? The so FSD is what it's referred to in the community. Full self-driving. Yeah. No. Those are badass, by the way. All that is is a software install in the car. Correct. All of them that roll off the line are capable of full self-driving. Yeah, it's just a download. They literally just move you behind it's people. Just they, you just no. literally Elon got bent over. Yeah. No, they all have the same fucking cameras and sonars and radars and whatever bullshit Does needs to be in there. Does have any self-driving capability? Well, at least you bought it to beat the rising gas prices, like we've been told. You know, you well, can buy I an did. car, but by the time you get it, they'll probably be normal. Again. Well, who knows? But no, so all of them come with what's called autopilot. Okay. AutoCAD. Autopilot, <laughs> which means that they will avoid collisions with cars everywhere. I mean... Or they'll do their best to avoid right. collisions with cars. Okay. The the full self-driving is... The, so this is the best example of FSD. You can, So you drive your Tesla to the grocery store up to the front door. Mm-hmm. Okay. You get out and, and you, you say... you tell it to go find a parking And street. you say, hey, Tesla Model Y, go park yourself. And it does. And you go in there and you buy your groceries. And when you come out, you hit a button on your phone or your key fob or whatever. And it comes and picks you up. And it comes and picks you up and you can load your groceries in. Or, you know, alternatively, like, so that that's the, that's probably the most meaningful FSD application. But technically, you could get in the car and say, like, 
drive me to this address and just fucking sit back and put your hands behind your head and take a nap. Could you imagine? That's what I was contemplating, and I still might uh, inquire with, uh, with said individual. But I would consider this potential individual to be the foremost expert on DUI laws in the state of West Virginia. Ooh, okay. And I was going to inquire to see if he might want to be a guest on your podcast about potential DUI with a full self-driving Tesla. Who is the foremost expert in DUIs in the state of West Virginia? He is going to remain remain nameless (laughs) at the time. It could be me. But no, I, I'm not up in the laws. <laughs> no, I, I would say this. I would say for the past four to five years, this person has gotten the most DUIs in the state of West Virginia. Oh, I thought you were going to say it was an attorney. No, has arrested the most DUIs in the uh, state of West Virginia. Uh, oh, so a police officer. Yes. I was going to see if he would come on your podcast as a, yes, as a potential you know, conversation about the FSDs and DUIs and in such because i mean honestly like oh, I, God, I i have because in theory you know you, you drive a fucking wheelchair down the road and you can be arrested for dui so i i don't know what the what the capabilities of a full self-driving no, so, vehicle may be if you can yeah, horn and yeah. Control and- well no so i've had all these people ask me so i've i've told people i'm gonna get a tesla and people ask me like oh what happens if you run over someone in the road and and I say, well, it's my fault. I mean, yeah. Well, and still, even Tesla because I don't. I'm, and- I'm I'm not driving the full self driving right. car. And they say like, oh, well, what if you were driving the full self driving car? And I said, well, I mean, I think it's still my fault. I mean, right. I I actually I I actually can't imagine a scenario where. A full self-driving car would run over a human being, right? Because I have to be honest with you, I think you, I think they've gotten really fucking good. Oh, I, at, I agree at avoiding such things. Yes, however, right? if you look, uh, shit, what was it? Six months ago, uh, where they uh, maybe maybe eight nine months ago, where the Tesla apparently they have problems with red and blue lights. Like they don't, Ooh. they don't pick the pick. Up. I didn't know that. Well, they a Tesla rear-ended two police cars in Texas <laughs> six eight months ago and and killed the drivers of the Tesla and seriously injured the two police officers of the car that it, or the cars that it hit. Oh gosh! But, well, I didn't hear about that. But the, the oh, yeah, empty, every, anybody yeah. that buys this stuff has to realize they're part of an experiment. Well, and, and also, and yeah. also one one of the one of the things is is. I mean, granted, you know, you tell it to go and fucking park itself, but one of their disclaimers is even in full driver mode or full automatic driver mode, it still wants somebody to be at the wheel yeah. and be ready in case something yeah, happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But apparently, I- according to Tesla, <clears throat> with their download, the red and blue lights made it so the cameras and the sensors did not pick up the cars stopped in the middle of the road. So I mean, obviously, I hadn't, I haven't read this article. Um, when it, like I said, but it was in Texas, probably six to nine months ago. But my opinion on this whole uh, self-driving car thing is that clearly, um, clearly, you still need a driver 
in the driver's seat who's attentive. Yes. Okay. Well, and, that, and that's my problem with you going to the grocery store. I mean, but I'm say a, you, anybody going but to the I'm going to tell you what. Go fucking park yourself, Tesla. But no, I'm going to tell you what. I fully believe that a car uh, who is that is fully equipped with all the sensor arrays mm-hmm. can figure it out in a in a good computer program computer algorithm is better than a human being behind the wheel. Oh, I, I, and I'm going to stand by that. Well, let David, me I could let, forever. Me, let me I could completely this. agree with. Let me juxtapose this. I think that AI, and we're talking about AI, is what we're talking yes. about. Yes, I think AI. I, a, I think AI currently is better than any radiologist in existence. Probably. Oh, there's without a doubt. I have. I will stake my heart on it, just like you stake your heart on. I'll these tell vehicles. you one even better. No, I mean there is no way that you can't have an AI that can have access to every scan of any part of your body ever made in existence well, instantaneously and be able to tell you what's wrong and what's not wrong. And um, those people are on the chopping block. Oh, no. And I, and I have to be honest with you. I think um, my hesitance behind that is that I don't want to say anything damning uh, or detrimental to that specialty. No, no, I don't want you to, but I'm just saying it's a, it's a reality of life. But, but I think, I mean, I, I think I, um, <laughs> if you put it to me, I do have to, I do have to agree with you. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing, and, and it's not a bad thing for you to say it's, that the people in the car pat- industry are sitting there going, oh, fuck, this is better than anything we have. It's just But no, if you, if you look at radiology, it's pattern recognition. And you look at anything deviating from the normal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and I... I mean, I I don't like to throw any of my medical colleagues under the bus, but you know, I think you just have to look so far as uh, the comments made uh, with the radiologist that says that they'll talk about whatever they see on the scan, the CAT scan or the chest X-ray or the MRI, whatever, and then they'll say clinical correlation is advised. So that's that's the escape phrase for everyone. You know, they they may they they see something abnormal but they don't know what it is. They don't know if it's cancer. They don't know if it's benign. They just know it's abnormal. And they they say that phrase, clinical correlation advised. Now, you introduce you introduce a robot to that, that's all a robot's going to be able to see. Normal versus abnormal. You know, they're not going to be able to tell you, is this terminal cancer? Is this something that's going to kill you in the next year? They're going to say normal versus abnormal. Like, they're not going to be able to diagnose you. Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Based on an x-ray or an MRI or whatever. So, yeah. So, I I mean, on on one hand, I agree with you. Like, robots could supplant radiologist but 
I think that's then a, again they can't be better than radiologists. I think that it is a that is a very that's one of the medical professions. It's very easy to see uh, that it can be eliminated partially. So like and, and and immediately like present day. Yeah. Like I think that if they didn't have a massive lobby lobby, they probably wouldn't exist. And I'm saying I'm saying that not to start controversy, just to be honest. Like, uh, the, dude, there's lobbies. There's lobbies everywhere. Yeah, there, would you so agree? I, I mean, would you? You know what I'm saying? There's so, lobbies so, for me to survive. Yeah, I mean, and I'm not I, saying I it's a bad thing or not, that. but I'm just saying that it's very fascinating. Like the same technology that we're champion to advance our vehicles, mm-hmm. parts of our government's actively suppressing for other. So I think that. It's 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 interesting to think about the implications of how yeah. much better stuff could be if we just let it go balls to the wall. Yeah, no, I agree. But but you know, in in my thing, I think you're still going to need radiologists and people to make decisions. But in the future, maybe you only need two of them or something, and they can oversee a whole bunch of yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I think that, and that may be where they're headed. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's going to be tomorrow or anything crazy, but I, you know, one, and I've heard this on podcasts I've listened to, and it's not conspiracy stuff. It's I think people need to to get a grip on how fast society's changing with computers and stuff. I think it's a thing that we need to actively talk about, not act like it's mm-hmm. not happening, right? One of them is like there's AI that can basically eliminate the call center, the need to have call center employees which makes up like two or three million jobs in the U.S. Like yeah, it's but just, they can the, just make the, the question calls. is, are we going to get rid of them? Well, are we know. going to get rid of these employees? Because if we get if we get rid of them, what are they going to do? They're going to be fucking welfare recipients. Yeah, and that's the whole idea. You know, like I. Yeah, so exactly. I, I mean, part of me wants to say, like, okay, we we can do. Can we do it better? The answer is yes. The answer is yes across the board everywhere. Mm-hmm. But do we want to send these millions of employees home Packing. without a job, without worth, without a skill set? Hopefully not. But I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I, I well, so, they can just go get jobs in the uh, windmill market. I mean, no, like they the, can't. Like no. the pipeliners. I mean, fuck, it's just that easy. No, and here's the thing: is like, so I. Maybe I was one of those people that said, yeah, you can just go work elsewhere, whatever. But I think I realized that that's not true. It's easier said than done. No, no, no. And and I, so I see this now as simply as this fucking car that I ordered. Right. So uh, I've, I ordered this electric car based on, my my own mental deliber- deliberations for the last three years, but I decided to pull the trigger based on the current events. Okay, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to get it for six months from now. <laughs> so you know, people would say, "Oh, well, uh, you can't afford to drive a, a, a gas or diesel vehicle right now. We'll just buy a fucking electric car." That's what people say. Well, you can't just buy 
an electric car. That's the comment I made earlier. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's not going to... You, know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's... it's, a, it's and a, so people may say like, oh, well, you, uh, you can't work at a call center or whatever because they're going to shut those down. Just go get other work. Well, you you might not just be able to go get other work. It's not that simple. No. And another thing is like, I, you know, I've complained about the gas prices at work for months. Like even before this recent spike like i've talked to people at, at, in charleston like oh my god like it's so not economical for me to drive to work and people ask people tell me like why don't you quote just move, move to charleston what's well, not As that if that's fu- economical <laughs> <laughs> yeah well it's not that fucking easy to move right <clears throat> i mean you gotta shop around for months and months for a place Hang on, though. More than that, as if you that's need to, economical. <coughs> you got to secure financing for a new home. <coughs> I've choked on something. Sorry. <coughs> and I have to fucking sell something in Huntington that might not even might not be sell sellable. Yeah. So I would say, like, no, you. I can't just, just move. move to improve my gas situation, right? That would, I'll like, be honest, if you did that for that reason... I would rather you go, hey, Sam, uh, Megan and no. I are going to move because we, we like this plot of land up in Charleston. Mm-hmm. If you, that would, I'd be like, man, that's great. If you said, Sam, I think I'm going to move because gas is too expensive. I exactly. would say you are You're fucking, a fucking moron. Insane. No, dude, I'm glad you said that, Joe, because that is the answer. I'm not fucking ever moving <laughs> I mean, because that, of gas prices. That's, you know, that's my whole point is that because is, you would be a, like... No, and I tell people in Charleston, like, I'm not moving because I have this great place that I've worked for basically my whole career to this date, right? I love your place, man. And no, I know you tell me that all the time. And I know I've thought about trying to buy a place (laughs) on Four Pole Road. Maybe. Is there one for sale? I highly doubt it, but I would at least try to inquire uh, with someone but no, if like, their property was for sale. There's not a well, there's a house on it, but it's a really shitty house. Maybe not everyone agrees with me. Like maybe not everyone what? wants to live on acreage now and live, you know, uh, outside the city limits. But I do. Well, like I think that, you'll I, find I, everybody I think, here would like that. No, well, everyone here. I would. mean, in this room well no because this is how we were raised mm-hmm. i would really love but, um, carolyn clark's property well so would i i would like i i've thought about i would buy it just to sell it i would buy it just to have it as as acreage yeah. you know as leverage maybe i could use it to sell to someone like as a highly valuable mm-hmm. property in the future i would never move there i mean you know what I'm saying? Like I, I like where I live. I love where you live. Um, well, see, and, and I love where I live. But I, if I, if and I, I know Carol- you do. If I, I had Carolyn Clark's property, I would seriously contemplate building a ha- or trying to build a house out there. Probably where they have their barn, where they built their barn, because it's not in a flooded area. And yeah, just, and just, I, I like, dude. People I, I have to, dude. People have to realize, like. <sighs> Living in living in this region of the country is nice. Uh, you know, maybe not for like socioeconomic reasons, 
you know, if, if you come from a larger uh, metropolitan area, right. maybe, maybe you don't, maybe you don't like the mindset that I have. But I'm going to tell you what, like if you were born and raised here or or just raised here, you have to appreciate uh, the value of property, the value of privacy, and the value of being able to do whatever you want with yourself in, in your home and your property. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's and so when people tell me, "Oh, oh just move to Charleston," you know, you'll get rid of your uh, commuting headache. You'll get rid of your fuel costs. And I say, "Well, so first of all, I can't just move to Charleston. I mean, there's there's all these real estate considerations and shopping and loans and whatnot. Plus, like, can I find anything like I have now?" Uh, any anywhere near where I work? No, you no. may not be able to find it around here. No, I bet you if I found a similar property uh, on the outskirts of Charleston, <laughs> I bet you I'd pay several million dollars for it. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, it, I would be priced out of it. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, for me to get, you know, 30, uh, almost 40 acres on the outskirts of Charleston with a big house. I mean, I can't even oh, imagine yeah. that it'd be over a million dollars and what people don't realize about me. So, I mean, I, so I was in the right place at the right time. I bought my home for pennies on the dollar from the bank. You know, I didn't even spend $300. For my house and the property. 300000 300, I say $300. I'm at $300,000. I'm like, Jesus, I'll give you four hundred. Um, But I know that if, you know, if that was for sale through a realtor, you know, and if someone hadn't defaulted on their loans and stuff. Never would have come available. Well, I bet you, I might have paid. Be, I might have paid six hundred k for that place. Yeah. You'd still be living in that bit shocks apartment you did in Barbersville. I think. Uh, oh God, I, I no, no, I, no. <laughs> I've told you no. this. I've told you this recently because I, you know, like your talk about the market earlier. I mean, I think about this all the time because it it does kind of concerns me. And but I think that the market for property like uh, you live in is only increasing uh-huh because people think more like me as nuts as it sounds it's true more people are thinking what the hell's going on and want to get out and want to go out into the country and have some land and have some privacy than ever before so i think you, i'm not obviously not advising you to sell your property i love your property but i'm just saying i think if you did want to sell it it'd be easy I'm not selling that property. No, well, you know, I and don't I, think you and are. And I love that saying. property for the reason that you stated, for the privacy. I can do whatever the fuck I want out there. I think, um, and I do do whatever the fuck I want out there. 
Uh, I think that um, you have some great land. Dad has some great land. Andy has some really damn good land. Honestly, yeah. it's not as much, but it's good. Good little location because it goes out on that knoll or whatever out on that. Uh, it's really a good spot. And then uh, I've got land. But Look at this dude over here. This dog's out again. I don't really think mine's fantastic. It's, it's like a cliff, basically. Yeah. Well, listen, I, uh, I feel like I want to do some kind of sign-off here. All right, uh, man. Uh, we, we, ah. Oh, yeah, that's fine. I think we've kind of exhausted what we want to talk about tonight. I mean, and I don't know. Unless somebody, unless somebody has something they really strongly feel about. No, about, I, but, I uh, really think this is a great cast tonight, to be honest with you. It was a great cast. It's, it's going to... Hours twenty eight minutes on the. What is your longest cast? This is. I think he's got like at least. uh, I think two and a half, two and two and three quarters. This may be the longest cast. I don't know. Hey, couch. Especially if you add an intro to it, because usually your timer had it all in there. Yeah, but no, we're gonna sign off here, man. I think we. Gosh, we covered so many awesome things, and. Um. Amen. Shout out to the businesses we mentioned and the local podcasts we mentioned. Go Tigers. Um, go Tigers, whatever the fuck you're talking about. What the fuck the are businesses you talking we about? mentioned? Yeah. Um, all right, man. Till the next one. All right. Peace out, uh, Borderlands and Den Rock. This Amen. is J Rock signing off. Yeah. Over and out. That's Diddy. Bye. All right. Den Rock out.